Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back. This week on the podcast, we discuss jujitsu. Ju- never mind. Words are hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have action adventure. Oh, shit. I have drama and romance. I have science fiction and fantasy. Like the fantasy that I will ever be able to say judiciously. Judiciously. Never mind. Well, we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe if I listen to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This week on the podcast is Tony's pick. Not... Hellbenders. Not Hellbenders? As but you, why not? As you may have been led to believe by me last <laughs> episode. I picked Hellbenders and then when I watched it, it was garbage. So Hot garbage? Hot garbage. Hot, hot, smelly garbage? Yes. So I switched it to Constantine because, you know, I can do that. <laughs> and we also and, and I wanted to continue the podcast and you, I think you guys would have kicked me out of it if you watched that movie. Oh, wow. It was that good. He wasn't going to ask you guys to switch it. He was just going to roll with it. I said, Elaine is going to be so mad if you make her watch this piece of shit movie and then nay it. <laughs> That's true. What you should have did was just did Constantine and I said, Although what would have been over. really exciting is if I liked it. But you guys said it's not a movie by heart, so. Yeah, because I've seen this movie enough. I would jump right in. Watch it, yeah. No, but what would have been really funny is if you made us watch this stupid movie and you nate it, but I liked it. Because you said it got a lot of positive reviews. So well, no, what I, if I no, liked it? I didn't say that. I said... Every review I saw was really, really positive, but I only checked the first three or four, and there was only five. <laughs> so, had I continued, I would have seen what the problem was. So you had the writer, his mother. Yeah, because <laughs> it was it was higher higher rated more than uh, Swordfish or Godzilla. Yeah, it had higher... three people. Yeah, but it was three people. That but we have learned over the course of this podcast that. Those scores mean nothing. Yeah, they really Some do. really good movies are rated super low. They're like and some points really on sh- shit movies are rated really high. It really does not. Yeah, I was a little cur- a little uh, weary because uh, I, I watched the movie and I was like, how can this have any kind of rating? And I read through it and everybody's talking about how great it was. And I was like, what? And then it was like, oh, it's, it's so high because it's five reviews. I get you. Well, let's talk about this next movie. <clears throat> so Constantine came out in 2005. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 46%. IMDb gives it a 7 out of 10. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is higher, though. It's yes, like it's really high. or something. I mean, I don't think... I, I don't think most people... If you've seen this movie, most people like this movie. Unless you're, like, some kind of diehard Constantine fan because of the... He's not British. It's, it's not like the comic. Yeah. His trench coat is the wrong color. You yeah. mean unless you like comics? Because everybody who likes comics shits all over whatever it was that was made from their favorite comic. Well, maybe. I mean, I like Constantine or Hellblazer or whatever the comic, but I didn't mind. I didn't mind this movie. You also didn't mind Queen of the Dam, so. <laughs> and he doesn't mind oh, Batman do. movies and Batman. You do now. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of, I found this website I want you to check out. Okay, what's the website? Yeah, I forget. I got it saved. Well, how are you going to say it's, I need you to check out the website? I, I got it saved. It's, uh, <laughs> On the podcast. Is it some, kind of, weird, well, is it some kind of weird Queen of the Dam porn thing? No, but it did remind me of that. Because he doesn't really want to say it out loud. <laughs> You're having it on. Is no, it some it, weird fan fiction site? In doing my thorough research... Of Constantine, mm-hmm. I was curious about. We'll get to it, but when he holds those charms up to the 
to the light, yeah. I wanted to know what the charms were. So oh. I was looking it up, and I found a place that sells movie props mm-hmm. from movies. But they're very expensive. <laughs> some aren't. Some aren't. But, but the ones from the, the Queen of the Damned are dirt cheap no, because that's a pile of shit. No, but I did find they do have Lestat's coffin from Queen of the Damned. Wow, I bet that's expensive. It's like a grand. Like oh, wow. Yeah. Tony's like, you want to go in, dude? <laughs> was that that? Oh, I was looking for the couches. I was looking for the couches. I thought I'm sure you going to be like, it's ten grand. No, no, no. Some of it is, though. Like, they had, like, Star Wars shit, like, a blaster from some stormtroopers, like, 20 like, grand or whatever. Oh, look, Amy Poehler's badge from yeah. Parks and Rec. It's like only 1500 bucks. <laughs> I was like, I love that show, but don't ever spend money on something no. like that for me. <laughs> but if they had it and it was, like, 30 bucks or whatever, okay. that would that, be kind of funny. That sounds like the kind of thing that Tony would buy because he liked it and said it was for you as an excuse <laughs> to buy it, but really it was for him the whole time. Well... Yeah. Carl, you don't want the vampire hunting kid from Dracula? No. That would be cool. I get that. <laughs> That's what I got for you. Damn it. Anyways, this was written by, well, the comic is, the characters are written by Garth Ennis and, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Alan Moore. But they're not a. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a whole lot to do with it, just no. inspiration. They, they got a, probably got an EP credit and cups of money. Yeah, well, Alan Moore is, he very much, even though he's an amazing writer and he's a weirdo, he very much hates people making movies out of his stuff. He did uh, Watchmen and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, if, if you make a movie out of his um, stuff, he donates it to somebody else and he doesn't I want anything to do with it. And I saw Watchmen. It. I think I watched it with Carly. I didn't like it. It was terrible. There was a giant blue dong. <laughs> There's a giant blue dong. Does that ring a bell? That's what she no. takes from it. I watched. Is that it. the movie you watched? Yeah, I, I like saw part of it. I don't I think I watched like, it with you because I had never seen that. I whole feel movie. like I watched it one night when John had midnights or something and wasn't home. Like someone came over and we watched a movie or whatever. Oh really? Yes. It was a girl. No, that's what you say. Maybe it was Shana. And that doesn't. Hang maybe it was Shana. We <laughs> yeah, maybe again Shana. She used to come over all the time. No. <laughs> See. Honey, this is what I was saying earlier. I People I'm friends with, we have a good time, and I think everything's fine, and then they just ghost on me. <laughs> we knew why Shayna ghosted. <laughs> you have Carly. I know. We kind of I, team all, I have is, all I have is Carly. So, so you're saying. Next, uh, look at that line right there. Is, uh, that goes when we were watching the sound. No, no. Just uh, stop. I'll stop tell talking. You about it then. Okay. Also, it was written by Kevin Broden, who wrote uh, the movie Mine Hunters, which you keep telling me to watch, but I haven't seen it. Cool J. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And uh, Frank Capello, or Capello, I don't know, who wrote the uh, classic Suburban Commando. The movie was so and bad. And did visual effects for Deep Blue Sea. Oh, the so, movie was so. Welcome back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was directed by Francis Lawrence, who did The Hunger Games and I Am Legend. Mm. Where's Big Things? Mm. Starring Keanu Reeves. Never heard of him once he's been in. Oh, uh, he was in Bell and Ted's Bogus Journey. Welcome That's back true. to the podcast, Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. What was he in? The Replacements. And Dracula. And, yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I blocked that out of my memory. Uh, I was hoping you'd say And he's in the upcoming Bell and Ted's third movie. Hell yeah. And probably another eight John Wicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you only do three. I think the plan was to just do three. Really? Yeah. Like The Matrix. It's going to be a trilogy. He was really good in Point Break. Yeah, I got that. Point Break, Speed, Matrix. Those are your three? So you John Wick. Three mm-hmm. Reeves movies, those are your three? Well, Point Break, definitely, because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. If I was picking three... I didn't ask you, I asked Tony. You think about it. Point Break, The Matrix. It's hard. John Wick's too new. 
I have to sit. I have to settle on it. I put it in my list. Your top three? Yeah. Ever? I, I don't, oh, it's so new. You know yes, it's really good. <laughs> yes, I know Dracula. <laughs> Actually, it's so good in it. I remember you talking about it for a week. <laughs> I used to call Tony weird times. Like, that accent. Though. I heard him in the mirror. He was practicing. He was like, I'm British. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. That's how Keanu says it. <laughs> All right. Rachel Weiss is in it. She's from The Mummy and The Lobster. Elaine, do you want to give your three Keanu Reeves movies? Oh, sorry. Johnny Mnemonic, Chain Ooh, Reaction. Oh, my God. <laughs> chain Reaction. That, hurt. I was, that basically hurt. I was trying because, to... Because, like, two other great I movies was, just fell off the list when you said that. I was trying to... <laughs> Parenthood. I was trying to... Parenthood's oh, and, really good. Well, I was trying to think of another, like, really bad Keanu uh, movie, okay, and okay. the only Fair one enough. the only other one I could think of was Dracula. Oh. <laughs> no list that coffin for her. But, so, like, that's what I... So... Yeah, I got you. you want to give your favorite just no, show no, of All right. <laughs> I don't so, Rachel Weiss, the mummy. Yes, the mummy, married to uh what's his name? Uh Bond. Oh, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh Shia LaBeouf's in this. Um He was in Transformers. Transformers and Fury. He was actually good in Fury. I don't know. I don't think he's a good actor. I I don't like him in he's terrible. He's, in. he's terrible. But Fury was He good. was a very good child actor. I used to watch Gwen used to watch that show that he was on, and so I watched was a lot it of even it. Stevens? Yes, mm. I well, saw a lot I think of I even babysat Stevens. kids that watch that. Yeah. And welcome back, Tilda Swinton. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony goes, don't tell them what that's from. <laughs> I know what it's from. In fact, this morning I said, you know, I did my hair like this yesterday and it looked cute, and today it looks like a yak's wig. Oh. <laughs> All right, then. Welcome back to the podcast, Till This Win. All right. Welcome back to the X-Win. better in this one. Yeah, no. <laughs> it is significantly better in this one. Reviews. Angela Ray gives a 10 out of 10. I love this film. I thought the special effects were amazing. Though the pl- thought the plot was amazing. I thought all the actors involved did a great job. It was amazing. Of course, there's a lot of comments that talk about Keanu Reeves' acting abilities, but I think he did a grand job. A grand Now it's a grand job. <laughs> and the other one is... John by Jonathan One Eight, mm-hmm. the kind of film they make you watch in hell. <laughs> I, sat, I sat staring at the screen watching Constantine come to an end. I couldn't help but smile, not because the film was just brilliant, but rather it was just a giant train wreck. Who's so it? see, Jonathan One Eight or Jonathan Eighteen? Jonathan One Eighth. A One Eighth. He's only an eighth, Jonathan. Yes. Ooh. Oh, intriguing. Hmm. He gave it five out of ten. Well, five out of ten. Yeah. After saying what the hell? That's, that's what people, show in hell? That's what people yeah. do though. Like <laughs> this movie was no. hot garbage. Eight out of ten. You're like it's like, it's like no, having ice picks in you your eyes. <laughs> I give it a six. Yeah. So what wow. got five stars? They've clearly never seen um, what was it? Hellbound. Those scene with Rachel Weisz's wet shirt. Oh, that movie was so bad. <laughs> what movie? Hellbenders. Mm. It's going to haunt me for a while. (laughs) You keep saying how bad it is, and I'm kind of intrigued to know what, like, I'm... Like, here's the thing. I'm not intrigued enough to actually watch it, but But I'm kind of really curious. Here's my thing is, is it reminds me of of, uh, what Clint Eastwood said in um, Heartbreak Ridge. He gets thrown in jail, and this guys get thrown in with him, and he tells him, he goes, look, you can beat me, you can rape me, and you can kill me. But just don't bore me, <laughs> and that's what Hellbenders is. Yeah. You watch and you're like, this is fucking boring. Like it's stupid and it's boring. I saw the last few minutes uh, enough to know that hell is a fire vagina, 
We that was the been, only part that I thought been, was kind of funny. Uh, it's like a vagina in the fire is the entrance to hell. Because I was like, that looks like a vagina. Tony goes, yeah, it's supposed to look like Yeah, it didn't make any sense. I thought the entrance to hell was an aircraft carrier, wasn't so it? So wait, from your wait you're <laughs> saying that the entrance to hell is through Lindsay Lohan's fire truck? Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, I was like, what is this? And Tony was like, Lindsay I can't pick it, I can't pick okay. it. Oh, come on, that was funny. <laughs> What'd you think of Constantine, John? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because uh, when... Uh, going in. Going in. I got the text. that said, hey, can we switch the movie? And I was like, I literally watched this last week. <laughs> so I was like, I can record right now. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And the text was, Elaine came back with, which movie? <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> What'd you think, Elaine? I thought, we just watched that. <laughs> I wish I hadn't slept half of, through half of it. Because I went to sleep. <laughs> And what'd you think, Carly? I was like, cool. A couple times I've thought about picking this movie as a drama. And uh, I think it, just, yeah. it just hasn't made it to it's on the list, point where I was going to pick it. He's like, are you going to be mad if I pick it? I said, no, I like the movie. Let's watch it. It's definitely one of those movies that falls in all of our categories. <laughs> I did that with some superhero movies. I wait for Elaine to pick them so she can't get mad. And then she doesn't. I'm like, you do. You just made this face like, what? But if I say I want to do like... Thor. You're like, no, it's mine. You can't do Thor. Well, that was a bad example. Well, I can do Thor Dark World, but I don't Ooh. think we want to. I, I like that movie better than the first Thor movie. You're Well, you're wrong. But they're both like not even That's anywhere tough. close to Thor Ragnarok. No. no. Which is only the Thor movie. movie I have seen is Ragnarok. Yeah, That's the only one you should see. Avoid the others at all costs. They're fine. She speaks the truth. It's the worst I've ever seen Natalie Portman act, and she's not a terrible actor. It baffles the mind. I really liked her in The Professional. Oh, yeah. But she was like... She's really good at Black Swan. That movie is creepy. I I never saw a Black Swan. I enjoyed her in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And then she had like a lesbian sex scene in that. Yes. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Mm. <laughs> but he knows there's a lesbian sex scene. Though. Everybody talked about it. For those, oh my God, she's she just naked and kisses girls. I was like, but what's the movie about? <laughs> but she gets naked and kisses Ballet girls. Dancing. Like, what is it about? <laughs> because that's not going to make it's me watch a movie. Yeah. Between good and evil. <laughs> shown through ballet. <laughs> yeah, it's not watching that. It's a, it's a battle of good and evil shown through ballet. <laughs> I know. I'm out. Not everybody. It's good. I'm like Dinkleman at a movie. That piss on mobile. Maybe Carly will pick it. I don't know. I probably got really great it's reviews. It's not. Yeah, no. Didn't it win an Academy <laughs> Award or something? Yeah, it won because all kinds. it's co- very good. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I'm just saying. Anyway. You can't even bend a Dracula rule to get an Academy Award winner in here. No. <laughs> Unless well, it tanked at the box office, but I don't think it did. <laughs> no, I think everybody went because I heard Natalie Portman got naked. <laughs> well, in the comics... Uh, Hellblazer Comics John Constantine's a British bisexual chain smoking occultist he's created by Alan Moore and they uh, intentionally made him to resemble the singer Sting he does look like Sting the film obviously changed a bit to put Keanu Reeves in it and the uh, producers were only interested in making this movie once they decided to make John Constantine American now why. Tony told me I had seen this movie <laughs> before see? we started watching Legends of Tomorrow, but I didn't know anything about the comic. Uh-huh. And we watched Legends of Tomorrow. He's like, "That's that's more like that's what he's supposed to really be." Exactly <laughs> like. Oh, he, he doesn't like, really oh, smoke that, that much. I don't really show. care that it's Keanu Reeves in the movie. It doesn't bother me at all. Can you imagine Keanu Reeves trying to do Constantine's accent? No. With blonde hair. I've seen Dracula. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, I think that would be awesome. But I don't think he needs to do an accent. 
I think it's fine that they just made it an American dude because uh, the American washed. Well, every well because he's look it's Keanu. He can't do accents. You need to make him American to have Keanu. Keanu plays his character just fine. It, that's just how it goes. It's like. All the Amazons have Israeli accents because what's Gal your name? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot can't do any other accent. So you just have to give them that. It's fine. It's like, it works. Why does Amazon have Israeli accents? Because she can't do anything else. It's okay. fine. It's whatever. Yeah. It's whatever. Sean Connery played an Egyptian. With a Scottish accent. Who had spent some time in Spain and still had a Scottish accent in the fucking Highlander. And that movie is rad. That's true. That checks out. Yeah. If you're a good enough actor, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Do you know they made James Bond Scottish after Sean Connery became James Bond? Like, he didn't have much of a backstory. Then after that... He's Irish in the books, isn't he? No, he's Scottish in the books. Is he Scottish in the books? Yep, they changed it in the... Well, they didn't change it in the books. They kept it very vague. And then after Sean Connery was... You oh, know, they pushed it home on the books? Yeah. And the, no, Ian Fleming was like, and now he's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's canon. Works. It's because he is the best Bond. No, he's not. I think Daniel Clark Craig is the best Bond. It's incorrect. Boom shot. Snooze Fest. Boom shot. Snooze Fest Craig. Laka. Daniel Craig's the only Bond I've seen. Daniel <laughs> Craig. So that's three for Daniel. <laughs> hey, Pierce. My vote doesn't count. <laughs> you should watch some of the Pierce Brosnan ones. You'd like them. That's very I do. I do like some Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's good. Uh, Timothy Dalton wasn't very good. but Timothy Dalton was not good in anything. Yeah. Did yeah, you see the, be- the no beautician and the beast? No. No. Okay. <laughs> it's a movie with Timothy Dalton and Fran Drescher suddenly, from the 90s. It's great. Suddenly, <laughs> Hellbender's starting to get a couple more percentage. <laughs> it's a romance. You could pay it for the podcast if you could find a copy, which you probably can't. Uh, hey, let's talk about Constantine. Sure. The film starts with Hellfire burning up the WB logo and leaving the Village Roadshow Pictures logo, then burning into the Vertigo DC Comics logo. Oh, those extra touches of lane likes. Yeah. yeah. And we get some text. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can't see this, friends, but Carly is doing the hand uh, movements that Elaine likes to do. When she, for some reason, Elaine likes to hand I haven't even been drinking because I broke my wine. Because <laughs> she was drinking in the car. Oh, I she was not. Stumbled out of the passenger seat drunk. I drove. You drove drunk? I wasn't drinking. Carly, the bottle yeah. was unopened when it fell out of the car. Oh, no, so she opens the door and I hear... And I'm like, he goes, what? That, that didn't sound good. I said it was the wine. <laughs> so when you christened my driveway, what did you christen it as? Did you give it a name? No, I didn't. Damn. You should have gone out there and done it. No, you have to do it. You broke the wine. <laughs> I guess we'll have to call it Carly. Did you say? Did you swear? I don't think so. Oh, she didn't even call it shit face or something. <laughs> I might have said crap. But... Oh no! Now our driveway is crap. <laughs> Just have to bring more wine and smash it on the driveway. No. <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> well, we get some text in the beginning of this. It says, he who possesses the Spear of Destiny holds the fate of the world in his hands. And then the Spear of Destiny has been missing since the end of World War II. The damn Nazis. You know what? Fuck those guys. Damn. A, Don't like Nazis. It's a hard take. It is. You know what? Sometimes you got to stand for something. <laughs> I stand on the opposite line they of Nazis. Sh- mm. Fuck them. Should have been in Argentina or something, or Venezuela, not Mexico. That does make sense. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of Nazi shit that got sent to Argentina. Yeah, not to Mexico, though. <laughs> Maybe that was part of the super secret plan, is that <laughs> they hit all the really cool stuff in Mexico because no one's going to look for it there. <laughs> Nobody looks for anything. Why am I doing Elaine's job? Usually Elaine comes out with, this, with these weird, <laughs> off-the-wall theories. It's like, see, checks out if you do it like that. <laughs> we jump to some holy ruins in Mexico. 
Uh, two Latino guys are messing around in the room. I believe they're Mexican, it's not Latino. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to judge. They're in Mexico. <laughs> I think you can safely assume that those gentlemen are Mexicans. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not Mexicans. Ooh, good poll. That is from, um, once upon a time, Mexico. Carly's going to see that movie eventually. That's oh, on actually. the list. It's on the list of movies Someday that we're going to do. Someday I'm going to get to page two of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome All to right, we're 20 minutes and we'll let him talk. One steps through a wooden platform. He reaches into it and pulls up something wrapped in a Nazi flag. Fuck those guys. Unraveling it, we see uh, it's the aforementioned spear. The head of it, anyway. Mm-hmm. He immediately feels Dude, paranoid and uh, runs down the street. Car comes flying down the road, smashing into the man. Destroys the car, but the man seems to be invulnerable. If and those are holy, he runs off. shouldn't those be like evil ruins? Because the spear is apparently evil. But why is the spear evil? Because shouldn't it be good? Well, it killed Jesus. Yeah, but I didn't think it was evil. But that, but it, it was through pity. Like the man, he didn't want Jesus oh, to die the horrible crucifixion death, so he, he put him out of his misery with mercy that's not like that's like your opinion what if jesus is like no don't stab me don't fucking stab (laughs) he's like i got i got this he's like i'll be all right if you don't stab me i can hold i'll be fine and no he stabbed him do you know that were you there okay then moving on all right in los angeles (laughs) she's thinking about it (laughs) the lady's making her daughter some tea she brings it back to the bedroom cracks the door and immediately drops the tea all over the floor falling to her knees in terror what, her, you? Her daughter's yes. climbing the walls and ceilings backwards with a horrific grimace on her face. She's possessed. A cab pulls up, and our titular hero ex- exits. He lights up a cigarette as his friend explains... With a zippo. He couldn't pull it out of her. It's his Hennessy. Mm-hmm. So he called John. The highway... Uh, the hallway... Highway. The hallway to the apartment's filled with scared and grief-stricken people. John makes his way to the apartment... Enters the room, uh, assesses the girl, um, pulls the sheet down from the window, and pulls out a keychain. Uh, he sli- flips through a bunch of different uh, medals, uh, different medallions depicting saints and uh, Jesus and Do we know Mary. what the significance of all those medals are? No, I looked at them. They're kind of just BS. Like you went through. I, th- I thought, you know, you figure each medal was for something. I thought that too. That's why I looked it up because I was like, oh, I bet you each one's like a different faith or something. Yeah. Nah, they're, well, the one that he pulls is Jesus with uh, the apostles. Mm-hmm. And then ones that he skips like Mother Mary. It's, it's supposed to look like a big thing, but if the actual prophet isn't. Yeah. yeah, I always figured it was like, well, let me see, we, for this demon, we need to yeah. use this metal. For this That's demon, what I this thought one, too. like, let me see what demon we got here. Yeah. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But the well, he guy. had to use Jesus and all the 12 apostles? That's a pretty powerful demon. No slouch. What's a soldier demon? They say that later on. I don't know my demon ranks. Well, I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> Do you know? No, but you don't know. And if I act like I know, <laughs> <don't believe> <laughs> He just has to win you over. <laughs> I was going with You've been to Omaha? No, let me tell you about Omaha. You have no idea if I'm right. Just act as if. So one of the medallions uh, the demon reacts to, uh, so that's the one that he shows her. He says, motherfucker, that burns. He holds it to her head, and it seems to cause the demon pain. He says, this is Constantine, John Constantine, asshole. And it rides <laughs> in pain at the touch of the medallion to, the, to her forehead. Why is he tough talking to demon? <laughs> If you could tough talk, 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 
Never if you could talk. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink your coffee, love. But the demon doesn't leave, and Constantine is confused. He says he needs a large mirror. Um, he smashes out the window and uh, pulls the phone line from the wall. Uh, then he tells his apprentice Shia LaBeouf, who's Chaz Kramer, to move the asshole, move the car. <laughs> He's like, why? Kramer. Just move the car. Yeah. Well, because what you didn't mention was that it, when douchebag's sitting in the car, is like, Kramer, Chaz Kramer, asshole. He's practicing. He's practicing for he's when he's... He's uh, himself. Yeah. Uh, men from the building bring him a large mirror uh, and hold it over his head. He tells them, whatever you do, don't walk, don't look. So, of course, everybody looks. <laughs> no, he just begins, the one guy. Just the one guy. He begins the exorcism. One of the men peeks, and his hair turns white, and he falls on the ground. And he starts flaming his head like something's touching. Yeah. He's like, motherfucker! Um, well, he looks like he aged at least 40 years. How about that fucking hurt? Uh, John gets the, the demon to look into the mirror and calls him a vain prick. And uh, then the demon is trapped there. He tells his friend Hennessy to yank the cord to send the mirror out the window. and But it gets stuck. It's a little it's a, too wide. Tennis tennis wide. It's a very Turning the mirror sideways, <laughs> they just push it through, yeah. breaking the, I'm the window sure pane. If he had said, This mirror's going to get no, destroyed, breaking the they would have brought frame. a different mirror. Because that was, that was a fancy mirror. The window frame, <laughs> yeah. not the window pane. That was already broke. Yeah, that too. Window frame. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. You, you Look, listen to the words that I'm saying and hear the words that I mean, okay? <laughs> Stop waiting. I don't have to do everything myself, okay? You're going to have goodness, to participate. The demon starts to pound on the mirror's glass and starts to crack. <laughs> I spit it in your direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I forgot my, escape the mirror. From my cat hurting stick. Right <laughs> <laughs> meow. Right meow. Right meow? Right meow. Alright, so the demon pounds on the glass and it begins to crack. John puts all his weight into it and sends it flying out the window. He said, put you back into it. But you would think that Hennessy would have more weight behind him than John Constantine. Because uh, Hennessy's a Portly. He's a portly, yeah. big bones, just stout fellow. Yeah, he's big ass, not big boned. Um, is he the main character? No. Okay, then that's why. I don't know yet. I've just. Is he wearing plot <laughs> armor? <laughs> um, flies out the window and smashes on the the hood of the, the back. Is the it the kid? hood or the back? It's the it hood. The, it's the hood. Does he like reverse the car? <laughs> yeah. Because he told him to move the car. He moved it about five feet. And he's like, all right, fucker. The girl is safe again, but John is out of cigarettes. Before John leaves, uh, he sees the girl has been drawing disturbing images on the wall, and one looks like the spear. Of Destiny. Not to be confused with the pick of Destiny, that's a Jack Black movie. That's terrible. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> We're never doing that. Tony, you hear me? Uh, I, is that a horror movie? It's scary bad. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have demons and shit. No. Yeah, yeah. Hennessy asks uh, John what's wrong. John says the exorcism wasn't, was something was wrong about it. He needs Hennessy to listen to the ether to see if he can hear any supernatural chatter. Uh, he takes uh, Hennessy's protection charm, and Hennessy says, okay, for you, John, I'll do that. And then John goes home. Does, Hen- does Hennessy pocket. make um, drugs? Because where's he going to get all this ether? Oh, God. <laughs> we cut to Angela <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> bad boys, that, that bad was, boys. I should have brought. What you gonna do? Should have brought what you liquor. Do you come should have brought some Hennessy. Well, we're gonna have to pause this for a minute, if folks. If you had brought it, I wouldn't have broken it. Right. <laughs> folks, we're gonna have to pause it real quick. We'll be back with you in a minute. We all get a little liquored up. 
We cut to Angela Dodson. Uh, she's in confession at church. She's upset because she shot and killed a bad person. Apparently, it has been happening a lot to her, and she wants to know why. I gotta say, after the second or third one, they'd probably, you know, <laughs> like you keep pill- killing people. We're gonna put you with the canine unit or something. <laughs> You're now uh, doing parking tickets. Yeah, yeah. She just always seems to know where they are. Because the news is gonna get wind of this, and they're not gonna like you. <laughs> Priest tries to comfort her. Uh, she goes home to get some sleep. In a dream, she becomes her twin sister, Isabel, um, that lives in a mental institution. She doesn't live there. She was there for two weeks, but we'll get to that. Oh, does Yeah. Isabel runs to the roof, uh, tears off her uh, medical ID bracelet, and jumps to her death, waking Angela. <gasps> back, back at Constantine's, um, he's puking up blood. Yay. John gets an X- X-ray. Uh, his lungs are apparently filled with cancer. Something. Yeah. He's got the black lung pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's aggressive. <laughs> Zoolander. <laughs> Zoolander reference. See, that was a good joke. I'm really on fire today. He, uh, <laughs> he muses about all the all the monsters he's killed, and he says, why does he have to go out like this? Doctor says he needs to make preparations. John says, there's no need. He knows exactly where he's going. We cut to the mental institution, and Angela's come to see her sister's body. Uh, the other detective tells her to stop, tries to stop her, but she goes anyway. Angela's obviously upset. The detective says she jumped from the roof. Angela says no. Isabella would not kill herself. The detective says, well, he have security footage that says otherwise. <laughs> she wouldn't do that, this video. I don't believe it. All right, I'll watch the video. The Mexican is still moving. There you go. He jumps a fence and walks down a... No, no. No, no. He, doesn't... he <laughs> leapfrogs over a fucking yeah, like fence. Like I say, jump a fence, sounds like he climbed he, over he, it and he, hopped over it. He parkours a fence. Yeah, he parkours a fence like a, like a boss. And walks down a road uh, covered in cattle. And as he approaches, Did they each fall and die, one by one. And somewhere, AOC is very happy because it's less cow flatulence. Well, you would think that cows farther away would run away. Mm -hmm. And they don't just fall over dead. Then they turn into, like, a pile of dust. Yeah, then they disintegrate. I was like, shit. And this isn't even the Avengers. There's no snap or nothing. (laughs) Well, you didn't see it was Thanos is off camera snapping. No. Yes, that's a good joke. No. Yes. Although, because Thanos did kill supposedly half the life in the universe, mm-hmm. somebody was standing on their farm watching all their cows turn to dust. Yes. <laughs> they would be like, what the fuck? Like, the farmer made it and all the cows didn't. Yeah. He's like, um... um chickens. <laughs> emus. It's like, great. Bunnies. Hamsters. Mm. Not the guinea pigs! <laughs> um, so John goes to see a friend. <laughs> His friend... <laughs> Sets him up with uh, some new knickknacks, some mental shavings from knick-knack the back paddy wagon. From mental, mental shavings. Mental shavings <laughs> from mental the bullet. Mental shavings would be so much more valuable. <laughs> well, they're rare. The metal shavings are from the bullet that almost killed the Pope. Holy water from the River Jordan and screech beetles from Amityville. John smiles and shakes the beetle box. It screeches to his amusement. His buddy says. That it's like nails on a chalkboard to the undead. Don't forget about the dragon's breath. And finally, <laughs> he uh, shoots a flamethrower. It's a dragon breath. Be careful of that. It's about looks like a candlestick long. Yeah. And it shoots out like you would imagine, like Godzilla would have just. John says, "I thought you couldn't get that anymore." He says, "I know a guy that knows a guy." Uh, the man asks, uh, "What? What's his name? It's Beeman, right?" Yeah. The man asks, "What uh, John's up?" What's up with John? John says he pulled a soldier demon out of a little girl. Soldier demon. 
But his buddy didn't believe him. But he'll look into it. And finally he gives John uh, one last gift, some cough suppressant. Uh, John heads to another church. He bumps into Angela again. She's there to talk to a priest. John's there to talk to the angel Gabriel. Um, they bumped into each other at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because she was there to see her sister's body, and he was there to find out he had the cancer. She, well, as it bumped in, she was trying to get on the elevator. He was on the elevator, and she said, "Hey, hold the elevator." And he's like, "Nope." She <laughs> said, "No." She said, "Hey, are you hold? Hey, hold the elevator. Are you going down?" And he says, "I hope not." And then the door shut. Yeah. So he's like, "Nope." So then they run into to each other at the church, and they both want to go first. And she's like, you're rude everywhere, aren't you? <laughs> Angela is uh, grieving with a priest because it is because Isabel, she's arguing, I mean, because Isabel took her own life, she can have a proper funeral. Mm-hmm. Catholic and, uh, funeral. Yeah. She's like, but she has to have one. He's like, there's nothing I can do. I'm sure if she donated enough to the church, they, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like just saying. that kind of money. <laughs> I'm sure they're still going to give her a Catholic funeral. She just won't get last rites and final absolution and all that shit. Uh-huh. Uh, John's arguing with Gabriel. He isn't ready to die, and he certainly doesn't want to go to hell. Hasn't he earned his way by now? Doesn't work like that. Can he at least get an extension? Uh-huh. Gabriel says no. Self-sacrifice and belief are the only way. Since he knows God is real, belief doesn't count for him. <laughs> he still he says... Oh, come on. You know, I believe. For Christ's sake, I believe. <laughs> she's like, no, you know, that's different. And she's like, everything you ever do is for yourself. Yeah, he has a sight and he's selfish. The only good that he does is to try to win points with God. Mm-hmm. And Constantine gets mad. Impossible rules and regulations. Uh, he throws a large Bible on the ground. It echoes throughout the room, catching Angela's notice. John says it's not, fa- it's not fair and he thinks that this is personal. Gabriel tells him no. You're going to die because you smoke 30 cigarettes a day since you were 15. And you're going you go to, to hell, hell for the life you took. For the, because you tried to kill yourself, yeah. We don't know that yet, yeah. but for the life you took. Yeah. He didn't try to kill himself, he did. Well, he did, yeah. <laughs> she says, you're fucked. And he like been, any angel would say. <laughs> and he bumps into Angela again on the way out. We cut to Hennessy. He's being bombarded with voices. He runs his hands over a stack of papers, and then he hears Isabella. And the paper he touches. It's just Isabel. It, it is. is just Isabel. Is it Isabel? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was Isabel really questioning myself there. <laughs> I just watched this movie an hour and a half ago. <laughs> it's Christina. <laughs> I couldn't well, get Pat Rita right in that episode. Well, hey, you don't know. We may have another Kirsten Kristen on our hands. <laughs> it's Israel. <laughs> <laughs> the paper he touches is an article about Angela's sister, Isabel. Uh... We cut to Angela. She is uh, watching and re-watching the security camera footage of her sister's suicide. Which I don't think they'd let her do, even if she was a cop. I don't think you'd be like, well, really? oh yeah, here's your, your sister dying. Yeah, that's probably going to be a good idea. Your twin sister. They made, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. And it's evidence. Just a thought. Well, it's not a crime, so how would it be evidence? Uh, it is a crime to kill yourself. It's actually illegal to kill yourself. You can go to jail. It's the stupidest thing ever. There is a law in Virginia. You're, it, yes, but that's, this doesn't take place in Virginia. <laughs> All right, and killing California. your... I'm, I'm sure there's, it's a law not just here, too. There's a lot of dumbass laws but out there like that. Like, You're trying to argue with me. You want me to, to say that the law's not no. true, but I don't know what to tell you. I didn't I'm make saying, it. <laughs> I'm saying that the laws of Virginia are not the laws of L.A., and That's we don't true. know whether mm-hmm. it's illegal or not, but technically no crime has been committed because um, she's dead, and the case has been closed, so she probably just got it out of evidence. She's the detective checking out some evidence of a closed case. What's the big deal? I do think it's a little odd that she's not at work 
looking at this footage. She's at home. She's at home. She brought it home. <laughs> and it is absolutely. Wouldn't you? <laughs> if I wanted to be sad and look at the footage of my sister dying over and over, I wouldn't do it at work. Because <laughs> well, she probably had to sneak it out because her boss didn't want her to look at it. At well, <laughs> her boss. She's already killed a bunch of people in the line of duty, and I'm sure has to go is going to mandate a therapy for this. <laughs> and it's, so they certainly are not going to be okay with her sitting at her desk watching her sister kill herself over and over again. Her boss did. They're going to take her off the body. Her boss was like, "Don't look at her." Don't, her boss doesn't want her to have anything to do with this. Well, as after she's done that a few times, she writes down the word Constantine. Isabel uh, says it one time. One by one, all of her phones start to ring, which is would freak me out. Mm-hmm. Especially and if you nobody's have more there. Than one phone. <laughs> yeah, I only have the one phone now, so it's really not that weird. But. She answers, and nobody's there. But then they just keep ringing, 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 machine, ringing. And, yeah. But your phone could ring. My phone could ring. Your iPad could ring. My watch could ring. Well, my iPhone, and my iPad Alexa. ring at the same time because they're connected. Yeah, we don't have that many phones in our house. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just y'all two have more so, than... <laughs> I have had that happen where my phone and my iPad are together and they both ring at the same time, but it's because it's the same phone. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying that we could, you could have multiple phones ring at once. When we go home, Carla, we're going to call them at the same time. And, all the shit's <laughs> <laughs> and then when they pick up, we always go, Constantine. And then hang <laughs> You do know these and things immediately call out, back. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tony's calling me. Carly's calling me. Carly's going to call me, which she never does. I'm going to see her number show up on my phone, and I'm not going to answer because I don't want her to whisper Constantine. (laughs) It could be an emergency. She needs your help. She's stuck under a bookcase or some shit. But I'm going to be too terrified of Constantine (laughs) to answer the phone, and she could be dead in a ditch. Look what you did. Look what you did, Tony. I'm sorry. Send a text first, not Constantine, and then call. (laughs) Let's go. Hellbenders. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So John's walking home in the rain, drinking the cough medicine. A large crow flies by, and he looks up at the billboard. It says, your time is almost up to buy a new Chevy. <laughs> and he has and a he's large... walking home in the rain because he just walked right past his apprentice in the car. Sometimes he just wasn't even there. Well, you know what? That guy's really annoying. Right? <laughs> but there's only so much of him you could take yeah. in a day. <laughs> you find out you're going to hell and there's no way to get out of it. You don't want to listen to Shia LaBeouf. You know what I mean? Complain about how you don't give him enough. Yeah. Um... So anyway, he's walking, and he hits a large coughing fit. It sounded like Ross yelled, she hit that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think your friends can hear that, but friends, our son is in the next room, and he's, you know, talking about how some girl hit that. I don't think that's what he actually said. That's just what it sounded like. He's playing playing video video games games. online. I don't know. Maybe he was talking about uh, smashing it. (laughs) Well, someone asks him if he has a light. And he looks up, and it's a monster made of bugs, crabs, and rats and snakes. Well, he was on the ground on all fours because he coughed himself yeah. down into a fit. And then he sees a crab crawl on his hand. Which And then you hear a voice, hey, man, you got a light? And I'd be like, the fuck is that? Because <laughs> you're in the middle of the city. You're not, like, on the beach at night with a crab on you. You're in the middle of the city. He knew something was off because he grabbed he grabbed a screeching beetle thing. He well, he saw a crab. Eye. I don't know. Crabs seem like weird to be part of a bu- a demon made of bugs, rats and snakes maybe, but crabs. They are the bugs. Crabs? Maybe, maybe, he didn't have, <laughs> maybe he didn't have crabs at first, but then he met this young lady that he wasn't so sure about it. Hot <laughs> He uses the screaming beetles against it. They fight for a bit, and then John sets it up on the highway to be smashed by a van. And then he Is starts. You're the driver of that van. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever getting all of those guts off? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, but it's in the rains, and that's... <laughs> but so it was a demon. Uh-huh. So are those real bugs or demon bugs? 
I don't know the difference. Because he's still in the street. Well, like if they're demon <laughs> bugs, if they're demon bugs, wouldn't they just like turn into ash and fade away? They're not vampires. But I mean, they're not vampire bugs. Mm. Vampire but, bugs is that a thing, Tony? <laughs> oh, I, um, yeah, they're called mosquitoes. <laughs> good point. City get you there. It's a good point. So John's following, or Kramer's following John now. Uh, he knows Chaz that, Kramer, asshole. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> He knows that John is going to see uh, Papa Midnight, a famous crusader. He's neutral, though. John says Kramer reads too much. See, and in this scene here, they say, Elaine caught this, she's like, they said he's a great champion for the side of good, but he's neutral. But he's neutral, yeah. It's like, wait, that, what? So that's not, that's not how that works. So you yeah. can't be both. That's like being a little bit pregnant. <laughs> it's just not a thing. You can't be both neutral and a and, champion for good. Because if you're a champion for good, you're against evil. Well, what's funny is not in this movie, but another movie, Star Wars comes to mind. Uh-oh. They, they, they send whatever they perceive as good. Having an abundance of it makes it neutral or balanced, which is not how balance works. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wipe out all of these guys so it's balanced. Well, no. It's not balanced. <laughs> no. They said that the Chosen One was going to bring balance to the Force. And he did, because there was only like one or two... Th- Sith Lords and there was a thousand Jedi so he killed all the Jedi except for a couple so there was just a couple dark and a couple good he brought balance she's not wrong no. other than the fact that there was more than two Jedi well, that we, survived and we don't know how many Sith Lords there were they keep two. popping up all two. over the place there's always two were you paying attention no they say there's always a master and an apprentice which but means that, two there could be more than one master you're no welcome. there's welcome. two you're welcome. You man. don't know that. <laughs> yes, we do. Darth no. Bane decreed there's only two ever. He said always a master and an apprentice. Yes, and there's which two. Which is, they come in pairs, but that doesn't mean that there's only two. Because oh. there's not. Just, that is There weird. is. No. Would you like no, to get... No, it's not. Because it definitely wasn't. Because we know that there was Darth Sidious. Sidious. And we know that there was... Do you know um, where Darth Bane was in the chronology? It was way before Sidious. <laughs> I don't know Welcome to the Star Wars this. podcast. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm even less qualified to be on the Star Wars We know Wars that Darth Maul and Count Dooku were both evil at the same time. Dooku wasn't the under- He was not a Sith. He was a fallen Jedi. He was a he, Sith. He wasn't a Sith until after Maul died and Palpatine no, took him out as his apprentice. No. Yes, that's canon. Look the shit up. Maul was Palpatine's apprentice, but, but Dooku oh was a Sith Lord in his own right. As a fallen Jedi, he wouldn't be an apprentice. He was already a Jedi. He was obviously a master. And are you going to tell me that Darth Vader was just an apprentice this whole time? <laughs> Fuck that. He was definitely a Sith Lord in his own right. <sighs> Yes, exactly what I'm saying. Because that's how it works. No, that's ridiculous. It's that's Star what Wars. People at home, weak script. Turn your, your volume down a little bit. It's I Star Wars. It doesn't matter. It's all fucking stupid. Go, shove a metal chlorine up your ass. It's just an inference made by one bad line of dialogue. It doesn't mean that there's only ever two. That's ridiculous. Exactly what it means. Tony, help me out here. I will. Kramer begs John. To get him into the bar. Perfect. John says, you can't get in. You, you can get in if you can get in. <laughs> to get in the bar, you have to have a touch of clairvoyance. John walks up. The bouncer holds up a card. John says, two frogs on a bench. He's correct, and he's let in. Kramer gets a different card, but copies John's answer, so he's not let in. He, his was a rat in a dress. And he, then he rushes the guy. The guy grabs him by the yeah. neck, and he goes, it's cool, man. I was just testing you. Just testing you. It's like, all right, well, yeah. 
Here's your test. He crunches his fucking larynx. <laughs> Not quite, but I wish. It was Bumblebee, actually. <laughs> the bar is Bumblebee tuna? The bar is lit all red. Four people are eating a person on one table. <laughs> At another table... <laughs> Which, how is that neutral? This place is not neutral. This place is straight evil. <laughs> There's no good guys no, no. in this whole bar. In this bar, you're not allowed to fight. Yeah. Uh, Big Papa Mau Mau is neutral. It's midnight. Yeah, it's him a too. badass, awesome-ass <laughs> name. Say it correctly. Um Papa Mau Mau. Yeah. So. That might be racist. No, it's from Elvira. Never mind. What was I saying? No, thank you. Um, Midnight is neutral. So whatever goes on, he doesn't give a shit. Good, bad, indifferent, he doesn't care. You're not allowed to fight. And he says that later on. At another table, an androgynous person blows on four glasses of water and they turn into wine. Good people. John goes to the back. A large... Uh, I didn't think so. The only other person I know that was Jesus. (laughs) I don't think that that makes them... People. I didn't. I, I didn't know that they turned into. Water. No, I don't think I any just of these changed what it was. <laughs> I don't think any of these things are me, but it, I mean, it just it turned dark. So I, yeah. I, I thought it was like one of those weird, you know, like if you Some go to the bar, had, sometimes they'll pour something in it changes the whole drink. And sometimes they blow on it and it changes just the colors. Change the whole drink. Some of them had red eyes and some of them had blue eyes. Which I guess the blue eyes are supposed to be the angels, but it would have been way cooler if they would have shown their fucking wings. They're all half breeds. Yeah, then why is Gabriel Gabriel? Because that's like the most famous name. That's the Archangel of Heaven, or one of the Archangels of Michael. Heaven. Michael. There's four of them. I know, you said mm-hmm. he's the most famous, and my argument is Michael's most I know, famous. Because he smited I just I changed myself mid-sentence, which you would have heard if you had not been talking over me. But he's but if he's a full Darth Bane. Angel, oh, God. Darth Bane? Who's that? Darth Bane. He's an Archangel. So John goes to the back, and a large half-burned man exits as John enters. The large half-burned man? Half-burned man. If you weren't talking, you could hear. He might He's like Vader. Man, He's a Sith Lord. We didn't see his true form. <laughs> He's like Vader, you know. The burned the Sith, Sith Lord. Apprentice. He's not an apprentice. He's Vader. Still an apprentice. Don't be a Vader here. <laughs> Papa gives John a hard time. He sees John is dying. He tells John to be careful. Yours is the only soul Satan himself would come to collect. John explains at midnight that he was just attacked by a demon in plain sight. He's like, well, they don't like you. He's like, no, a real demon, not a half-breed. And he pulled a soldier out of a little girl. And I says, you know the rules. Angels in heaven, demons in hell. The superpower set this up a long time ago. That Which, does bring us back to Gabriel seems like the angel Gabriel. So why Which, is, why he, is he there? If no angels are allowed And if Satan earth. would come himself to collect him, how the fuck would he get there if he's not allowed on <laughs> earth? <laughs> That is a loophole. Or uh, I think Satan and God can do what they want. No, they agreed why to this. Is Gabriel no, no, his, the, the angels and demons can't come. Half breeds are allowed. Mm-hmm. Satan is neither. He well, he's an angel. He's an angel. Ex-angel. But he's yeah, ex angel. So he's already he's, he's into apprentice. <laughs> I'm okay no, with saying he's into breaking rules, which is how he got in a whole predicament. <laughs> there is that. But if Gabriel, why? If Gabriel is the Archangel Gabriel, he shouldn't be there. He's not the Archangel Gabriel. First of all, it's a she. I'm pretty sure this character is um, supposed to be androgynous. <coughs> and it's like Alan Rickman and Dogma. They're it's illiquid. not. It's neither one or the other. androgynous character. <laughs> yeah, this this is um, this is not a man or a woman. This is that, that third gender. I don't know if we've decided on a pronoun for that, but whatever. Um, oh man! Lance Morse says she knows up. 
No, but if it's not the Archangel Gabriel, then it shouldn't. This character shouldn't be named Gabriel because that's just confusing. That is true. Mm-hmm. I had trouble with that because at one point, Constantine calls her a half breed. Yes. Yes. Which and, she's not the Archangel but, Gabriel. But then she does the the uh, popular uh, argument. Does it at the end with the whole angels are. are Pissed because God made humans. Yeah. And blah 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 blah. Yeah. So it's nine, a good argument. 90, I'm sorry. Ninety-five percent of the time, you're led to believe that it's the angel Gabriel, but then mm-hmm. there's a little bit of, you know, middle yeah. part where you're like, is this? It's like they put Gabriel in, and then somebody went, oh fuck, we can't do that, and then they try to backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> they they're like, oh shit, we already put her in there. We gotta have a lot. They were hoping that Elaine would never notice, and yeah. they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All they have to do is use some other kind of angel name. There's hundreds of them. Like Lancelot. Should have called her Lancelot. Well, either way, John gets tired of Papa Midnight. He says, look, I just, I need the chair. And Papa says, well, one, it would kill you. And two, I have to stay neutral. John says, that's bullshit. I have to. I want to. Well, yeah. Well, you gotta, he's got morals, okay? It's not a have to. It's a, I feel like it. Well, good, because I really like his jacket. And he doesn't have morals. If he had, if he had morals, he wouldn't be letting demons eat people at his bar. <laughs> he's neutral. He doesn't get involved. He's chaotic neutral. Although I gotta say, eating somebody at the bar seems a little evil. Of neutral. What if that person was a volunteer to be eaten? Who would do that? Lots of people. Have you seen <laughs> any vampire movies? Those people aren't going to die. They're they familiar. Well, we don't. Familiar. We don't really know what's happening with this person. It looks like they're being eaten, but still, <laughs> they're familiars and they're down with that, so they can be turned into vampires later. That's how it works. I feel like. If I'm neutral, I want to maintain the balance. But that doesn't mean I let demons torture a human in my bar. Even if the human is into it. Then it's not bad. <laughs> Look, if, if, if they want to get down oh. in your bar, whatever. All right. So if a 13-year-old is okay and into it of having sex with a 40-year-old, then it's not bad because they're into it? No. That's, that's the logic you just that's used. That's not the same thing. It's the logic you just used. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. It's still bad. May I explain? Are you going to let me talk? <laughs> At 13 years old, your brain's not developed to make those decisions, and that's why it's illegal. <sighs> this guy's 45 years old, meaning my vampires, it's we okay. We don't know it's that like guy's 45. Pick, he could be 15. We, we don't it's see like what they, they're eating. It just looks like a... Uh, it's like when they pick little kids to be Jedi. It's fucked up. So anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so John says that's bullshit. Be the neutral stuff. He can tell Hell is trying to pull something out over on everybody. He can feel it. I know what Hell's trying to pull out. But all the Whoa. other guys are like, look, that's Tally whackers. What you're saying, <laughs> what you're thinking, it's not possible. Yeah, they don't Calm believe yourself. him. That's when Balthazar walks in. Gavin Rossdale. He and John talk shit to each other. John looks to fight him, but Papa Midnight steps in. Not in <laughs> my like, house. Don't do that shit. Like, he reaches into his coat. He's like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> Does anybody else think that Gavin Rossdale is creepy Jude Law? No. Mm. I can see that. I no. can see that. I thought he was really good in this role, though. I'm kind of sad it wasn't Jude Law. Because every time I see Gavin Rossdale, I think, man, I wish you were Jude Law. Uh, because Jude Law would have been a good job. But he's like But in this scene, they're about to fight. I'm like, wow, everything is not zen. It's little things to kill. So Midnight <laughs> says he and Balthazar have some, uh, some business have one? to talk. No, nothing? No. no. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to say that sentence. <laughs> okay. So John starts to have a coughing fit again and runs out of the club. And, and Balthazar's like, what? What'd you say? What's yeah. that, John? What's that? Like, all right, he wins the argument. Uh, back at home, John has his gabillionth cigarette 
and catches a spider under a glass and breathes smoke into it. And then traps the spider in there and says, Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. It's just mean. A knock at the door pulls him from all of this. It's Angela. Hi. She explains how her sister killed herself, but Angela thinks it was murder. Constantine says, Yeah, I mean, what kind of mental patient kills himself? That's just crazy. <laughs> I like how she's like, my sister was murdered. She jumped off a building. He's like, nah, it doesn't sound like murder. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on a lot of cough syrup. Can you say that again? <laughs> Sounds like your sister isn't the only one who's crazy. <laughs> Angela says she thinks her sister was manipulated by a cult or something. She says uh, Isabella was talking about demons and angels and stuff like that. And she knows that Constantine is familiar with this demonology and the occult and stuff. He's, she's heard his name around a uh, precinct. Maybe you can point me in the right direction. He says, sure. Sure. He points, he points at the door. <laughs> that was a great line. He doesn't want to have anything to do with her. <clears throat> so well, she, he's only got a finite amount of time left. And so he's got bigger problems. Like, Look, she's on the wrong side of the hot crazy scale. for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So she leaves. She's pissed. Once she's gone, John sees shadowy demons fly past his window. Now, but she, most importantly, on the way out, she frees the spider. She takes she the glass the off. Yes. <laughs> uh, exactly. Most importantly, to John. It was for me and Carly both. We both wanted to jump on that. Wait a minute. Don't leave. She's not neutral. She's good and would never even harm so much as a spider. Although she kept murdering all those, killing all those people. <laughs> but they were all bad. And she knows they're bad because she attracts the bad. Mm-hmm. She's the flaming. I bet her dating life is a dumpster fire. <laughs> well, she is the flaming sword of justice. So. Probably so true. I mean, she does look to like uh, Constantine, so, and he's obviously a catch, as we all know. So John catches up to Angela and tells her that God and the devil set up a game. Neither has direct influence. Uh, they just nudge here and there. Angela doesn't buy it. But then the streetlights start to go out. Sounds of a hundreds hundreds of flapping wings approach. She's like, ooh, it's a power out. She goes, no, nope. it's not. <laughs> He's like, nope. John pulls her away and uh, lights a rag on his hand once all the lights are out. It blasts light outward, burning away tons of little winged monsters. Angela pukes. He says, don't worry. Because he's like, close your eyes. And she's like, why? And he goes, he's like, all right. Suit yourself. <laughs> he's like, I don't have time to explain. Um, and she sees the demons and then smells the sulfur and throws up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd throw up too. Or crap my pants. You know, a bunch of demons were just there. That's probably going to put you off your feed. Probably both. John says those were demons and they weren't here for him. Yes. Uh, are you sure Isabel wasn't, uh, wouldn't kill herself? She says, yes. She goes, well, let's check in hell and see if she's there. As if you could just knock on the door and be like, hello. Well, he can. Isabel. Well, her thing is, her sister was a devout Catholic. And through all of her craziness, she, the only person she ever thought loved her was God. And there's no way she would have killed herself because she knew she would go to hell. So John goes to Angela's. He has her fill a little crock pot dish full of water. A He's, stock pot. It's a stock pot. <laughs> there you go. Stock pot and a crock pot are not the same thing. No, they're not. <laughs> for all of our friends out there, you know, all the cookers, they want to know Cooking. the difference. Yeah, the, the fans of Julie and Julia are, are over there, <laughs> which I had to watch recently. So don't pick it. He sits in the I've never chair. Seen it. You would like it. Yeah, you'd like it. John liked it. I didn't like it. <laughs> he sits in a chair, puts his feet in in the water, and holds Isabel's cat named Duck. Uh, sir, can you leave the you know get out of the apartment? Well, this Angela, is a vampire guy. It's got the fangs. Yeah. Angela says, "Don't you need candles and a pentagram or something?" He goes, "Why do you have any?" 
But he's holding this cat and looking at it, and I'm looking at my cat like, you have teeth like that. <laughs> Some cats do. They just, they just have, they have teeth like that. Some cats are more killers than other cats. Now, did you put your feet in a stockpot full of water no, and stare deeply into Stoker's eyes? No, he wouldn't have stayed that long. Because <laughs> I feel if You might have saw Dracula. <laughs> what about Lizzie? Because Lizzie Borden also has a deep connection to hell. But she doesn't like to be held. She wouldn't have stayed in my lap. Why do you? Well, she sounds like you're Lizzie Borden. Yes, yeah, she is. So, Lizzie she Borden sounds like and Graham Stroker. Lizzie Bennett. <laughs> also, also, we don't have the water, the holy water, to get back. So oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so he says cats are good. They're half in and half out anyway. He tells Angela she has to leave. See, cats are evil is what he's saying. No. They're neutral. Cats no, are they're not. If they're actually half, neutral. <laughs> if they're half in hell and half out of hell, that doesn't make them good. Cats are actually evil, though. You know they're serial killers, right? Yeah. They yeah. kill even when they're not hungry just to play with their prey. Yes, I That's do. why they're awesome. <laughs> they're actually evil. Tony always hated cats, and we got him. He's like, man. First, I thought the first cat was an anomaly. Like, all right, I like this cat, but I hate all of those. Then we got another one. I'm like, fuck. Proof <laughs> that Tony falls not quite on the good scale. Doesn't he want to be a vampire? Shocking. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. Although, would he want to be a vampire if he had to be a sparkly vampire? Ooh, no. Yeah, you mean from would. Twilight? Yeah. Yes. I'll he take likes it. the Twilight vampire. You mean, you mean the vampires that are almost unkillable can walk out in the sunlight and are super strong? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> Either that or you have to be a vampire in Blade. But you can only date Which is never, that. That one kind of sucks well. because if like a little silver necklace touches you, you go ah and burst into flames unless you're yeah. sleeping with blood. Wait, but if you're a Twilight <laughs> vampire, you also can only date emo high school girls. Yeah, that's cre- really creepy because she's not girl like hundred. Yeah, he might just <laughs> not date. He's a vow of celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go get a yak. Which let's be serious. If he was a vampire, he would take an involuntary vow of celibacy because he'd go home and never leave. <laughs> I have to buy that Lestat's coffin, of course. But (laughs) But you can have that shipped to the house. (laughs) I got another room. He's got forever to figure out how to make those couches. (laughs) Scary. So he tells Angela she has to leave. She starts to walk to her bedroom. He goes, no, no, the apartment. She's like, shit. And she does it. Like, I'm not going to leave this weird dude in a pan of water with my cat. She does some not her cat. Leaps of trust with this this man. Yeah, this is some trust right here. It's not her cat. It's just her dead sister's apartment. She's really not into it. Who was feeding the cat while she was in the insane asylum? This is her apartment. She's watching the cat. I think her and Isabel live together. Oh, Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, that checks out. Maybe. (laughs) He stares into the cat's eyes and the water starts to boil. And time stops. John stands and uh, everything is burning like nuclear blast burning all around him. He climbs around the wasteland looking for Isabella. One by one, or Isabel, sorry, Isabel. Her name is Christina. <laughs> he found it wrong throughout his notes. Oh, I, okay, I, I did. One by one, Never demons... Got a pencil. <laughs> one by one, demons start to follow him. <laughs> he sees Isabel. Look at that. Tony's crossing out the A's in his and notes. breaks into a run. Isabel <laughs> tears off her medical bracelet and jumps. John dives and catches it just as the demons start to grab him. He smashes the holy water under his chest. Angela comes back in the room to see John coughing and smoldering. He says... She's like, what the fuck? And she tries to put her hand on him. It's like, wow, he's really hot. He says... <laughs> like, now she's like, fuck, maybe this guy's for real. <laughs> he says, you were twins, and she did kill herself. And he holds out the ID bracelet. And then John says, he's hungry. <laughs> he's like, like I need do. to eat. 
<laughs> He's like, Taco Bell, now. Uh, your sister's definitely in hell. <laughs> Like, hey, drop the chalupa. Which Let's go. I would be like, why is there water all over the floor? <laughs> what? Is my cat okay? <laughs> no. Oh. no. Shit, you, I you forgot something in hell. You wouldn't leave the apartment. No, I definitely <laughs> fucking wouldn't. <laughs> and we'll get to the second trust issue in a little bit. That's oh, yeah. Really that damn that would not have been happening. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we don't see the cat again. <laughs> no. no, I think he left it. When he went down, he was holding the cat. He was in hell. Let go of the cat, grabbed the bracelet, forgot to grab the cat. Well, no, the cat just walks around. He's like, this hell. It's cool. Which makes... <laughs> no, which makes us... I was born of this. He's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, they say in movies, if you want somebody to be instantly likable, you save a cat. Yeah. Save the cat. Yeah, you always save, save the cat. Which is funny because cats are instantly likable. Save so the cat. Save a puppy. He's not. Save the cat, kick the dog. That's who no, that's the, that's, instantly that's hated you kick a dog. Save the cat, you're a hero. Kick oh, okay. the dog, you're the villain. Right. So if someone walk in a movie kicks that's a dog. That's because if you kicked a cat, no one would care. No. Yeah. I, I, Unless it was your cat. I've kicked my cat. Accidentally. <laughs> 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 it doesn't yeah, count. You attack that once I gave you that face. Jesus. Like I've stepped on my dog, you get out of no. bed, by the foot of the bed, you didn't do it. Oh, God, I feel so bad when I step on the dog. Like, I will sit there for 15 minutes petting the dog because I accidentally hurt the dog. <laughs> and your dog looks like, ah, oh, what did I do? My dog's like, what? <laughs> oh, God, hurting boss, that's the worst. He's got that <laughs> old man puppy face. Mm-hmm. And my dog's too stupid to care. He's, well, he's bigger. It doesn't really hurt him. But I still feel bad about it. He's a special little angel. Well, you should. So <laughs> Hennessy goes to the morgue, and he looks at Isabel's body. Isabel made of wood? No. Isabel made of bronze. Metal. <laughs> he sees a cra- uh, the, the cross with the circle appears uh, on her wrist. He doesn't at first. He just uh, like takes the tarp off or whatever and he touches, he goes to touch her arm and it like burns him and he's like, ooh, and then he notices, he the, notices it. The sign of Memon. Because it appears once. And yeah, he but it's not just there. Like it was revealed. Yeah. Because if it had just been there the whole time, the cops would have had a picture of it. We would have seen that by now. Nope, they they saw the video like, suicide, we're done. That's why I said it appeared. Mm. Trying to speed up a little bit. No, we're slowing this down. Some people are talking a little too much about Lord Vader. It is our job to slow it down, and I didn't have (laughs) to. The Apprentice of Palpatine. They do call him Lord Vader, not Apprentice Vader. And he does say, my Apprentice Vader, but whatever. (laughs) I mean, those are the words that comes out of his mouth, so whatever. You so so Hennessy runs. He needs to drink yeah, but something. Once you have an apprentice, they're always your apprentice, even after they make master. That no, doesn't mean you're no, not a master. No, that's not how the rule that's works. It's like how your kids are always your kids. It doesn't mean, matter if they're five. Or oh, really? oh, so you're writing. You're deciding what is real and what is not now. So because makes you feel better. Well, not what the what the author of the stuff did, or what you know, all the stuff that's all. They don't actually give us that information, so you're free, free, you can feel free to fill in the details however you like. That's actually, how fantasy works. Actually, because they never say that. It's they just do. a throwaway they do. line that doesn't do. mean that. They do. They say it. They oh they God. said it. I can't believe we're doing. This <laughs> they actually again. said it in the prequels, and we all know the prequels don't count. Says who? Everyone. No. Says no one. Listens to him. Says no one. Okay, all right. So, when he asked Hennessy to listen to the voices, he said, don't drink because that helps quiet the voices yeah. for him. And take the medallion off, he put it in his pocket. Thank you, Carly. So now he's all freaked out about this sign, so he runs to the liquor store. <laughs> Did you look up and see what that medallion symbol was? Which medallion symbol? The Hennessy's. No, I, I've seen it before. It's just a Celtic. Looks like, like Celtic looks like a heartogram or something. Yeah. 
But anyway, he runs to the liquor store and he starts to open every bottle he can to dump them into his mouth, but they won't come out. Which sucks. He freaks yeah, out, starts smashing bottles, and Balthazar walks in. Hence, he calls to John and then stabs his hand repeatedly with a corkscrew. John steps, uh, stops to eat with Angela at a little food cart. He explains that he's always been able to see things, things he shouldn't have to see. He told his parents, and they put him into a mental facility, and where the mental facility shocked him. He's like, look, my parents are normal, but so they did normal parent shit, and they made it made worse. worse. <laughs> he couldn't take it, and he killed himself. He was dead for two minutes, but in hell, time stops. And when he came back, he knew about all these things. He's like, I knew my visions were right. He says there are half-breeds. They uh, push people to do good or bad. They show Balthazar walking around. Constantine says it's basically just hypocritical bullshit. He says that if he catches them breaking any rules, he sends them back to hell. He deports their sorry ass. Angela gets that he's trying to save himself from hell, and she says uh, when they were little, Isabel could see things too. Angela gets uh, the call about Hennessy, and John comes with her, and uh, he feels bad because he he had taken Hennessy's protection. Well, he put it in his pocket. He had it. It's yeah. just, he wasn't wearing it. Well, he had asked him to listen to the ether, yeah. even though it makes Hennessy kind of crazy. And he notices the cut on his palm. It's the cross with the circle that keeps showing up. One little thing I did want to mention, too, is the other detective says that Hennessy was groping her her sister. And Angela doesn't even, like, bat an eye at Oh, yeah, he's like, they yeah, saw him groping the body. He was groping the, the dead body, body, and then he ran over which, here. Is which, it kind of important, because why else would they call her? About this dead priest who... It was just kind of a weird beat. I was like, that's yeah. a weird thing to say. Because he wasn't. Because you're like, this this no, guy, but, he was groping your I dead thought, sister. He, she punched no, him in the face. Something. They were going to say, well, let's go look at the body. Yeah, because yeah. clearly he ran from there into the liquor store and drowned himself in alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so something spooked him. Lane's going to justify it. Go. But at no point do they go look at the body. <laughs> Granted, it's John's friend or whatever, but... You know, I'd be like, hold on, what's going on now? Your friend was touching my dead sister, and you went to hell? <laughs> so I don't know if I trust you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be a good inference, though, because he snuck into a morgue, he unwrapped a dead body, and he was touching it, and yeah. then when they caught him, he ran away. Yeah. So, it was just yeah. kind of a weird... Which piece. I thought when they caught him, he was just going to be like, yo, I'm a priest, and this was one of my people, and I just wanted to pray over or something. <laughs> but he just that runs been... for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been a very simple, easy explanation. Yeah, but... But he's very spooked. Something. But it, it wouldn't have driven the plot for He's also yeah. under the influence of the ether. Mm. <laughs> you should stop doing drugs. Well, John says... Well, he cocaine's to, a hell of a drug. He wants to see where Isabel died. Uh, Angela shows him her room at the facility john doesn't find anything uh so he makes angela look around he goes you guys were twins so you have to know things that she knew and she knows things that you do angela's hesitant she's like look i showed you all the stuff she left behind already he's like that's not what i'm talking about there's something secret here that she left just for you she's like i don't know so then he starts pushing her. Yeah, Come John on, gets, how would you do it? How would you kill yourself? John gets pretty like, shitty right. with her. Yeah. I'm like, what would you do if you are going to kill yourself? How would you leave her a message? Whatever, dick. Angela She's says like, that, oh, no! <laughs> Angela says that when they were little, they would leave little messages for each other on glass, and then you'd breathe on them and you could see them. I really dislike this scene. Because when she finally admits that they had a secret language, she should she goes to the window. She like turns away and is like leaning on the window to kind of escape him. And it would have been much cooler if she had breathed on the window and 
seen something and then been like, oh, I forgot and about And then that. admitted that they had a secret language. No, that's it's much better. stupid the way that she <laughs> yeah. admits it. And then she, bre- in light and breath. <sighs> no. <laughs> Which is also a shitty line. Yeah. Yeah. I like so, it better your way, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone go back to 2004. See, I'm really good at this. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> she reads on broken it and the clock is right twice there. there. <gasps> you said I was broken. No, Aww. I didn't. <laughs> it's yes, not. you did. No, but you, you were being braggadocious. And the message is there. It's a verse from Hell's Bible. Ooh, Hell's Corinthians Bible. seventeen one. Like Corinthians doesn't go to seventeen. He's like, sure does. Hell's it goes Bible. to twenty one. She's like, there's Bibles in hell. Of <laughs> <laughs> course there are. <laughs> Which is weird. He didn't call it the Necronomicon. <laughs> That's different. I know, but it just seems like that would be a. <laughs> so John is driving with Angela and calls his knickknack occult buddy Beeman for the verse, and uh, Beeman says this is about Mammon, uh, Satan's son. He's, he's going to cross over, but he can only do it with divine help. Then Beeman collapses, and the call ends. Which, again, if the Spear of Destiny counts as divine help, shouldn't it be good, mm-hmm. not evil? Well, the Whatever the help, plot needs. And the divine help isn't the spear. It's the blood on the spear. But no, the spear is called... the angel. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> Why do you look confused? Angels are angels are always they on that do, side. They do it's, say at some point that the blood of Christ is on the spear, and that would count as divine help. They do which mention is what, that. No, I never cons- I never it never occurred to me that the divine help was actually Gabriel, yeah, as opposed to, to the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I assumed anybody could stab him with the spear, not just Gabriel. I assume the blood would wipe off after two thousand years. But hey, it's holy magical blood. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was half and half. It's got metal chlorides in it, kind of like Vader. Oh, the apprentice of Darth Sidious. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Oh, his friend collapses. He's been reading, he's been reading. He's like, look, I know you don't oh, have a lot of faith, shit. but we have faith in you. And then he's gone. And they rush to the Boltwig Alley. Drive fast. Let's get there now. And they run through the bowling Alley. And they find a lot of flies. And it smells like sulfur. No, you and left goes, out the part Ooh. where Beeman has a fly crawl out, oh, of, yeah. out of his eye. Yeah, as soon as he drops the bone, we see that. Ooh. That is this this scene right here where the fly where Beeman dies is the whole reason this is a horror movie because <laughs> it's horrifying. By the time they get there, Beeman is dead, and yeah. flies are all over him. And then uh, the Mexican they're guy like climbing out of his mouth steals mm-hmm. a car from a tourist. <laughs> I'm pretty speed sure. It's all I have. Sometimes you gotta speed it up. Pretty sure murders a, a tourist. Maybe. I. I don't, if I, was I don't in, just assume. I'm not a hater. If I was an evil vessel vessel of Memon, I would definitely murder that tourist. You may just be an apprentice. <laughs> so John goes home. Angela tells John, "What are you doing?" He keeps uh, getting text uh, there's messages. There's a group text that's going over the oh. recording machine. Okay, now hold on. Before he goes home, does she find the coin? Or is that later? No, that was no. There. Okay, because we didn't mention that. No, <laughs> that's later. They I find thought... his dead body, and then she's, and then he goes home, and, and then, then she later. just appears in his house when he climbs in from his fire escape because he's sad and he's smoking, and he climbs in his fire escape, and then she's in his house. 
But at some point, she finds the coin. But at the that's not till right? after the bathtub. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Because he also puts the gun together from pieces. Oh yeah, of they go back though. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So John goes home. Angela tells John that she saw things too, but she lied about it. Mm-hmm. John says that's good. It's safer. She feels very guilty. She says she I, has I to abandoned see, my sister. She <laughs> wants to see what her sister saw. John she's says, like, look, when we were little, my sister's like, just tell them you see it too, and maybe they won't think I'm so crazy. And she's like, I denied and denied and denied, and I abandoned her. But now she wants to see it. Yeah. And John's like, no, nah, you shouldn't. Because if you want to, that's fine. But once you do this, you're in, and they'll, they can see you too. It's like Hotel that. California. You can check out any time you like, but you can never, never leave. Mm-hmm. So John fills up the bathtub. He tells her to lay down. <laughs> but first take... <laughs> sorry. First take a deep breath. Because uh, how long do I just stay underwater? <laughs> as long as it takes. <laughs> and she does it. And she goes, am I supposed to take all my clothes off? And he sits there and looks at her for a minute. And she goes, He John? looks down. like He checks her out. And she goes, John? And, and she's like, John. He's like, and he's I'm like, thinking. thinking. <laughs> that was kind of cute. But then they, he's like, they can stay out. They had what I like to call a shared moment. <laughs> and then it's no longer shared. Her and then the he drops her in the top. <laughs> because that's and, really what well, it looks he, like. And I would say one, <laughs> of, my, ruined the moment, one yeah. of my favorite scenes in movies is the scene where she's underwater and he's holding her. And then she's like, okay. And she just kind of taps on the tub for a minute. And then she's okay, okay. And then she starts to come up and he holds her down and she looks at him like, motherfucker. <laughs> And then she starts fighting. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, no, you're drowning. but she's fighting in the (laughs) most ineffectual way possible. And he only has one hand on her. She's a police officer. She's had basic self-defense. Yes, you know what's the last time anybody trained? All right, so if they're holding you down in water, this is what you do. No, this is called panic because she's already out of breath. She decided, I can't hold my breath any longer. I need to come up and then start fighting. I bet your super special fighting is going to go to shit. But anyway, we see water dripping. I would never have gotten in the bathtub. <laughs> Elaine never. did not need to see what her sister saw. <laughs> no, I'm going to deny all psychic ability to the entire world. I'm keeping that shit to myself. <laughs> but we see water dripping. Sorry, from the Audra, faucet. she's not going to avenge you. And we see the I water would avenge stop. you, but I don't need to see what you saw, Audra. <laughs> So we know time stopped for a second. Yes. Because the water. Which I also think it's funny that he's going to hell for the life that he took, which was his own. But he murders her and that's how she can see, right? Yeah. She but died can, for a second. But you can ask for forgiveness for that. You oh, can okay. always ask forgiveness. Yeah, you can't you ask, can't ask for forgiveness, forgiveness for if you kill yourself. yourself unless you're really talented. Why <laughs> not? He didn't he was sorry for it. He never should have done it and I instantly regret it forever. Please forgive me. That sounds like it'd be easy to ask for forgiveness for. It's not forgivable apparently. I don't know, man. I didn't write fucking Constantine. It's like he, look. <laughs> he also didn't write the Mythos. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or Star Trek. Or Star Wars. The thing about killing yourself is yes, if you actually stayed dead, I could see how you couldn't ask for forgiveness Elaine because you'd be these dead. Things, like she's going to change everybody's mind. But like, he came back to so me that she should be able to like ask the, for forgiveness. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's kind of how forgiveness works. It's more than saying sorry, is all I'm saying. <laughs> So, so forgiveness is the way. Yeah. Fuck this forgiveness uncle. every day. <laughs> so the tub yeah. explodes. Yeah. And she tumbles onto the floor. And that bitch broke my tub. And she's burning though, just like she's he steaming. when he came back from hell. Yeah. She knows so about this girl's on fire. And she knows this. <laughs> <laughs> she's walking on fire. Uh, <laughs> she knows Balthazar has been there. And he killed John's friends. 
And she leads John, leads John back to the place and finds the coin that Balthazar yeah. flips like, over. Somebody's been here and like rolling something shiny yeah. and she reaches into the floor and she pulls out Balthazar's coin. And then John goes into Beeman's stash and pulls all these pieces out and puts together this he's pissed. Giant he's like, gold he shotgun. This. <laughs> he just murdered somebody. So he knew where all these super special parts were and puts yeah. it together. Yeah. Makes a super giant cross Gun. shotgun thing. <laughs> And, and two he's drums going after Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Um, he tracks Balthazar down, and blasts him in the face with the gun. He tells her to stay in the car, mm-hmm. and he gives her the medallion that the priest had, the embassy yeah. had. It's a bulletproof vest, and she's like, "Fuck you! I'm not staying in the car." And he's like, "Just stay in the car." It's like, trust me, I'm going to go kill a fucking demon. You need to stay here. After like five minutes, she goes in and she takes her coat off and doesn't have the medallion. I guess he didn't hook it on her. <laughs> yeah, well, like every time he reaches past her, it looks right. like he's going to kiss her, but he doesn't. He just like a t- puts the necklace around her or grabs something. Well, make sure you're always a hooker. Always, always hook the necklace. Be a hooker. One. Two, I'm pretty sure the ship has sailed on them having a romantic relationship when he drowned her. Yeah. <laughs> it does know. kill the moon. I don't know, though. It seems a couple... As someone that's drowned a lot of women, <laughs> I can tell you. All of her psychic ability has come rushing to the forefront. She is not herself. She could still be into him at this point. Mm-hmm. She's forgotten I mean, sure all about the fact that he really just likes tried me. to kill me. I asked him also, to kill me. a bad relationship. Hey, asked she asked for it. She gave him her consent. <laughs> And she's an adult, what? and judging by your <laughs> argument from earlier <laughs> about you eating a person you in the bar, <laughs> if you give your consent, then you can be eaten or murdered in a bathtub. That checks out. Moving on with that logic. <laughs> so anyway, blasts Balthazar in the face, and then beats him down with holy brass knuckles. He's like, although they're going. I was born of this. <laughs> he tells uh, Bally that uh, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't um. I hate him. Hold on. <laughs> he sure he tells, shit doesn't um. He's like, look, you broke the rules. Not cool, dude. What the fuck is happening? How did Mammon like? How is How's he, he doing crossing this? over? And he goes, if you don't tell me, I'm going to perform last rites on you and then kill you, and you're going to go to heaven. He goes, how's the demon in heaven sound? Balthazar is like, uh, whatever. You're not going to do that. And then so Constantine goes ahead and starts doing the the whole process, and Balthazar gets very scared and breaks. And tells John it's the spear of destiny is needed. John says, thanks. And he was bluffing. And you're a dumbass. He's like, you have to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> and Balthazar, like, fuck. <laughs> and Balthazar says, that's fine. All we wanted was the girl anyway. And you brought her to us. So thanks for that. And then John blasts him in the face and blows him apart and then runs off. The little bits that don't die. And she's right there. And, and then they somebody go comes the in. We don't know who. Spoilerific. Spoilerific. Yes. Yeah, somebody comes in and he says, uh, look, you know. We're doing what we're supposed to do. Just go ahead and resurrect me, and we'll get this done. Oh, I didn't. I said she was there, and they go to go to the elevator because she came up. And yeah, because she got out of the okay. car. I didn't spoil anything. All right. <laughs> Moral is we already know that it was spoiled because John spoiled it when I thought that the divine intervention mm-hmm. was the blood on the spear of destiny. Okay. So. So anyway, somebody comes in and kills Balthazar. And blows them all away. But that was not their deal. Yeah. <laughs> Balthazar found the girl and she's primed and ready. But this person, this being, this entity, this so they, if dust you're if you're good, so they're dust is it okay wind? to lie to you? All they are. are, yeah, it's dust in the wind. I don't know. Blue, you is it are okay my boy. To lie? <laughs> well, no, it's not okay to lie, but it's evil. So <laughs> evil. can you still be good and lie to evil? <laughs> I don't know. 
So they have the spear, they have the blood of God, and they have the powerful psychic, that's Angela. Mm -hmm. They just need divine help. And then the earth is fucked. Just then, Angela's snatched by an unseen force and taken away. Like, through the building. (laughs) John chases it down, chases her down, but he can't catch because uh, then she's not in the building anymore right, and she, he would fall to his death. Right. <laughs> she floats away and he doesn't have wings. Much like in Ghostbusters 2 when Oscar is taken. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. But Except without the ghost nanny. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, no ghost nanny and no Yano. Well, from it's invisible, so we don't know what the ghost nanny looks like. <laughs> is he also from the Upper West Side? <laughs> and Tilda Swinton kind of looks a little bit like Yano. <laughs> Yikes. I don't think so, but sure. It's been well, a they're both blonde. And they've both been bad monkeys. And they've both been covered with goo. <laughs> <laughs> we should do Drippings, Ghostbusters too Drippings because it is not as appreciated as the original. <laughs> Underappreciated. So John goes to see Papa Midnight, and uh, this time he's not in the mood. He just knocks the bouncer out. Yeah, because he gives the wrong answer and he just punches him. Again, Midnight refuses to help. John points the gun at him, and Midnight grabs John and starts to burn his stomach. John explains... Which- what the fuck power is that? Well, they Papa did Midnight. say he was a witch doctor. That's but Papa witch Midnight, doctors motherfucker. Have burn power? Well, I guess so. <laughs> John explains that all their friends are dying, and uh, so he has to help. Just consider it his last request, because he's dying anyway. And he needs the chair. And as they walk down toward the chair, John tells him about Mammon trying to come back. Mm-hmm. and um, It's the electric chair used in Sing Sing Prison to execute 200 criminals. And John uses it to see what Mammon is doing. He gets kind of flashes wow. of whatever he's been doing so far. Uh, Papa Midnight calls it surfing. It, it's got plot magic. Well, he's like, which way is east? He has to look east. And mm-hmm. he's like, that way. He just knows. <laughs> and uh, Mammon starts to choke John, but Midnight saves him. He's like, Midnight! <laughs> Midnight reaches out and pulls out Mammon's hands. There you go. Uh, Kramer walks in. And, uh, Chaz Kramer, asshole. <laughs> Sorry, Chaz Kramer walks in, and uh, he's blown away by seeing Papa Midnight. He's like, fuck, you're Papa Midnight. <laughs> um, he starts to help help out by building or uh, forging gold bullets, I guess. Oh, with they're a, gold. They look I gold. thought he was melting down like crosses to make like yeah these, holy relics yeah. to make holy bullets. Yeah, they're yeah. they're holy bullets right. now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to make a holy bartender? Yes. It's a great, it's a great one. It's a great fucking line. But um, Kramer's a fucking demon. They're trying to figure out a way to. That's from Dogma, Carl. You probably wouldn't. I've seen Dogma, but it's been a long time. You need to watch it again before Man. you watch Jane Silent Bob's uh, reboot. You have plenty of time. <laughs> it's coming out this year. No, but she won't. There's no way we'll, she's we'll be watching the only that. It. It'll be you, me, and like Kevin Smith up in the front, and that'll be it. But um, I don't know. They keep giving that guy money. Yeah. They, um, they're talking and um, they're trying to figure out they said, uh, John said Mammon has a bunch of followers now they're obviously a bunch of demons and uh, they're like what are we going to do and, and, and uh, Papa Midnight's like what are you, what's your plan and Chaz just starts talking and Chaz they're says, looking at him like man he, he's he someone's knows been some studying <laughs> look he reads books like Papa Midnight was like impressed like go ahead Ch- Chaz says there's a certain cross that you can use on anyone even if you don't have faith it still works on the demons and stuff like that so you got one of those crosses he's like like, if you use the holy water on them it'll blister their skin and then you can shoot them and you can kill them Mm -hmm. and uh papa midnight's like wow (laughs) look if you live through this 
you might get to be yeah. a member. <laughs> midnight, midnight seems. I said. I said. Midnight seems to like Kramer. He must not have seen Transformers Two: Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> but, Has uh, that happened yet? No, I don't know. No, honestly. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that was like in the twenty tens. This is oh five. Then Papa Midnight says a prayer for Kramer. And uh, he starts to do one on John, but John Sounds scoffs like, Fuck off. and walks off. <laughs> and then he's still praying. He's still, he still saying those anyway. prayers. Uh, we see Angela's dropped in the pool that her sister died in. And then she wakes up. <gasps> but she pulls a gun. And, and what he told fucking her world earlier, is this gun going to work on the demons? He told her when, uh, when they were outside and he put the fabric around his arm, you know, the yeah. first time she saw the demons, he was like, that is not going to help. Because yeah. she tried to pull her gun out. Yeah. Like, she she yeah, pulled the gun. She's yeah. just scared. But it really makes people feel she's safe. got good instincts. I mean, really, you're in a dangerous situation, you pull your gun. In most cases, that would be sufficient. And <laughs> and to speak on what she's saying, uh, John did take her gun before he drowned her. I remember seeing he gave that it the last back time we he took the gun and then he's like, okay, and now we're going to drown. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably a good idea. Probably smart. So John yeah. loads up the holy gun. You don't get in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> we covered that. Uh, Mammon comes up, or the uh, Mexican guy comes up from the water with a uh, Mammon under Mammon's control, or I assume. I think they. I think his character name was Scavenger. Was it? I think so. Okay. Angela pulls they her call gun. The, the Mexican guy. They call him like Manuel or something, but. Oh yeah. But that was way at the beginning. Okay. I don't think he goes by that name anymore. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> he goes by Scavenger, and he's played by Jesse Mar- Ramirez, who is Ramirez. in Cicero and the Ruins. My cut has improved your voice. <laughs> I want to do that movie. <laughs> so Angela pulls her gun and blasts, blasts him a bunch of times. It, has it no just effect. goes through him yeah. and hits the wall. And he snatches her up. John and Kramer are trying to figure out how to slip past a whole room of demons. <clears throat> And they hear uh, the incoherent mumbling. John well, tells I Kramer, think they already had this plan because they right. knew that Whoops. all those half breeds were going to be there <laughs> protecting. <laughs> and he said, "You know what to do." He, they're not standing in the hallway going, "Oh man, what do we do?" He's like, "You know what to do. Get to work." So they hear incoher- incoherent mumbling. John tells Kramer it's hell speak, and he goes and sends them to do his job. Earlier, Kramer said that the holy water could soften their skin so that the gold rounds would kill them. Uh, Kramer goes to bless the water system with the, the specific cross. Uh, John walks in and pulls a chair out and lights the sprinkler. It rains holy water down. We and have turns, a blade flash. As I say, it turns into the opening of blade. Minus, <laughs> minus the techno beat. So, it's, not, it's not blood rain, it's holy rain. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you guys are all in violation of the agreement. Leave now. None of them leave. So, so then Costine pulls out his heat seeker. Nah. <laughs> And the girl that says Get holy it. water mm. is a welcome back to the podcast. <coughs> yes, Did you that, recognize her? Yes, she is from Mission Impossible. That is, um, no, she's from Playing It Cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was in more scenes in the deleted scenes. And Tony's yeah, like, she, she looks so familiar. She's from Playing It Cool. In the deleted scenes, she and Constantine I, were sleeping together. I didn't watch really? it. Really? I didn't see deleted scenes. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Do we have the DVD? We do have the DVD. But we don't watch it. We probably watched it like in 2006, (laughs) but it's been a hot minute. She has like four scenes as a cutout, and in each of them, she tells John that 
Satan like would come up here to collect his soul. Doing the like, same we're just scene this bitch. with we're her over the and over. It's like, oh. it, I, that's what I thought. They were like, should we say that Satan would come up here this way? Should we do it this way? Yeah. Should we do it this way? And then they cut all of them, and they just had Papa Midnight. But in the one, they're in a hotel room together. Her and John slept together, and he's leaving, and it's weird because it pans away from John to like her butt, and you see like a tail like under, under the, the, sheets the sheets wagon, and it's like, all right, because she's, she's, she's a demon, demon tail. It's a fucking demon. So she pull out Cardinal Blick's golf club. <laughs> I feel like if he was trying to buy his way into heaven, he also wouldn't be sleeping with demons. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just Maybe saying. that's one of the reasons they cut it out. Mm. Could be. That's, yeah, that's good. Well, Mammon chokes Angela underwater until uh, she's in hell. And there, once there, he possesses her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> John and Kramer come in, find her floating in the pool face down. Uh, John can't shoot her, so he tries to exercise her with Kramer's help. And they both start doing the big incantation. Too many positive spirits of And that poor scavenger guy just disappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it, like he, he fell in a what I call a plot hole, because he was. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big plot he hole in that plot pool. Hole. He fell in a plot hole, and that was it for him. Just disappeared. Uh, you see, it seems to work, but then uh, Angela's stomach starts to squirm. Yeah, she like wakes up. And she seems normal, and then she's and like, and she oh. looks at Constantine with all the love in her heart, like, oh hi, and then she's like, get it out. And we see so, her belly, and the demons trying to come out of her belly. So then they start doing the exorcism again, and uh, but this time uh, Kramer gets cocky and Chaz Kramer asshole. Sorry, Chaz Kramer gets smashed into the ceiling into the floor. I don't know why you're ceiling. doing that. <laughs> it's just funny. Because <laughs> uh, he's like, this really isn't like the books. So then John says, fuck that noise. He rolls his sleeves up and uses the Red King's ward. <laughs> and uh, on his, he has tattooed on his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, he, holds, he holds it together. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But then Gabriel smashes through it. And you find and out like, she's the main villain. You're rather egotistical thinking that you can <laughs> oh, exile mammon. <laughs> she tells him, you know, the angels are jealous of humans. Story, blah, blah, blah. You get a soul or we don't get that. You get to fuck everything up and all you have and for forgiveness. And God loves and, you, you know. and... I mean, they have a good argument. Heard it a million times. will never forgive us, but it'll yeah, forgive we you Yeah, we were first, but then he loves you more, and yeah. it's a good fucking argument. You'll hear this again when I do prophecy. Whoops. <laughs> she blows uh, John away. Or when I do dogma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She blows John away out of the room into another room with her super breath <laughs> and into a glass door. Uh, John tries to pray. God's but not I, taking any calls that day. <laughs> He's a little busy. <laughs> What's it today, wife and kid shit? <laughs> like, Look, I know I'm not welcome in your house, and you, but please pay attention to me right now. Yeah. Just please pay. Give me some attention. Uh, and he's a little help. He's <laughs> laying, laying in a pile of glass shards as Gabriel is gets ready to open Angela's stomach with the spear. He gets an idea. So if God's not answering the phone, who do you call? Mm, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. No, Satan. Lucifer. <laughs> So John cuts his wrist the with morning, the glass star. and waits to bleed out. And he's like, hurry up, hurry up. Uh, Gabriel pulls the spear down, and just as she's about to hit uh, Angela's stomach, time stops again. Uh, Black Icar burns the floor as Lucifer floats down. It's one of my favorite scenes of all time. <laughs> Satan comes to collect John's soul. And he's all excited. He's like, yay. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for it's 20 years. It's a whole theme park for What's you. What's his name from Armageddon, the Russian guy? Peter Stormare. Yeah, he's great. He's fantastic. American components, Russian components. American <laughs> Taiwan. <laughs> great line. We should do that movie. Is this good or? <laughs> Peter Stormare is just good. Pulls the straws. Um, I'm so a real John, Russian here. Sorry. <laughs> 
One more. John wants a cigarette, so Satan's cool with it. Lights it up for him. He says, you know, when you cut the tendons, muscle movement goes Because he out tries the to light it, but he can't. Yeah. He says, let me get it for you. And then he starts moving the ladder away from the cigarette. What a dick. <laughs> well, he, you know. He is the devil, is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Little horn. <laughs> John He's tells... Like, How's the family? Your <laughs> busy, son's busy, out busy. there. <laughs> so Satan Mammon's out there and uh, hanging out with Gabriel. And he says, no accounting for taste, but okay. <laughs> and they have the... Uh, Spirit, Spirit of Destiny. Destiny. He goes like, Spirit of Destiny. He's like, you're fucking with me. He's like, well, you got, what's 20 more seconds? You waited 20 years? Go find out for yourself. Calls him Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Satan sees it in slow motion. Uh, he walks over and snatches uh, Angela from him. And Gabriel slams the spear into the ground. And she's pissed and attacks Lucifer. It says, uh, I will smite you in his holy name and throws a fist at him. And nothing happens. And he's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like somebody doesn't have you back anymore. Yep. Which would be real bad. Yeah. yeah. You know Gabriel's flipping out. It's like, wow, <laughs> you're like really fucked. So Lucifer sends Mammon back to hell and then burns Gabriel's wings off. He's like, look, this place is mine for now. <laughs> I'm guessing Gabriel's going to the the theme park the Diggerty's and Constantine <laughs> later because it's possible <laughs> she might get her own wing yeah you know, maybe no pun intended aha Lucifer comes back he's pissed because he knows he's fucked and now he owns he owns Constantine a favor so Lou, Lou says uh, so what do you want an what extension want? extension he's like nah I'm good he goes let uh, Isabel go to heaven I want the girl Lucifer's like okay done he goes ah, it's done let's go he grabs John and starts to drag him away to hell. But, but no. John becomes heavy. Like, real heavy. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> Light fills up the room. John starts to oh. float away to heaven. And Lucifer's like, no! The sacrifice! Fuck! Shoot <laughs> Satan the bird. Yeah, I like how he's floating away and flips him up. Now, this reminds me of a scene from uh, The End of the World. Yes. <laughs> the end of the world where you ever see that Mm-mm. with um it's got Jonah Hill no, and all that. those guys where they it like, it's the no. rapture. No. So no, it is not. James Franco's getting sucked up to heaven because he made a sacrifice. Right. And he's being and he's coming up and he's like, ha ha, fuck you and he's flipping people off and then they just drop him. Oh <laughs> get cocky kid. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, anyway. So Satan gets desperate. Uh, he grabs John. And pulls him back down and sticks, sticks his, his hands, hands in his, his kind of like Papa did. Yeah. And, uh, we good? Yeah. And, and he's, like, he's like, no, you're going to live. You're going to live and you're going to prove to all of us that you belong in hell. And he pulls the cancer out of his yeah. lungs. Throws yeah, like, he goes in the front like that fucking hurts. <laughs> well, well he is Satan. So <laughs> we're calling him Lou. <laughs> well, I prefer the morning star. We can't lose sight star. of the fact that he's still Satan. <laughs> he's like, oh no, I'm going to give you a chance to fuck this up again. So uh, John and Angela both get up. John takes the spear. Um, Gabriel gets up too. Apparently she's human now. She tells John to kill her. Her wings have been him, cut off. Hands him the golden gun. Instead, he just clocks the shit out of her. Right. She's like, you want revenge? Take your revenge. Kill me. And he's, he's like... like I just got a clean slate. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was one of her. Like she used to be able to read humans and kind of know what they were thinking. All and seeing she was eye. Trying to prove that she still knew what he was thinking, but that's not what he was thinking. I thought she. I thought wanted she was like, him, if you kill me, I'll, I'll go, go to heaven, heaven. <laughs> and you'll go to hell because yeah. you killed me. Thou so shalt not uh, kill. It's one of the big ten. There's only ten. <laughs> but he punches her, and she starts bleeding. He's like, it's pain. It's Get pain. used to it. 
It ends with John and Angel on a rooftop. Uh, John gives her the spear and he tells her, you have to hide this where no one can find Again, it. Yeah, and it looks like he was going to kiss her. But no, me. no, he just reaches back <laughs> No, He gives her an evil artifact instead. <laughs> it's not evil. He's like, you got to hide it where nobody, not even me, can find it. And then she leaves. John acts like he's going to sm- light up a smoke, but instead pulls out chewing gum. <laughs> and that's it. Then there's an after credit scene. John walks up to Kramer, sorry, Jazz Kramer's tombstone and pulls out his lighter. It's got all the weird religious iconography or whatever on it. Uh, he puts it down on the tombstone. He says, look, you did really good, kid. And he starts to walk away. And just then big wings swoop up around John and he turns back and Kramer's there. He's an angel now, takes the lighter, smiles, and flies back up to heaven. And that's it. And his name is Chaz Kramer Asshole. Sorry, Chaz Kramer Asshole. How did... How did what? Had he become an angel? Because there was a vacancy. <laughs> that is true. There was, they were hiring, and he just got there. was there. a vacancy. That's true. That's why. His references weren't great. Yeah. In other <laughs> Some news. Some that went, Papa Midnight called in a favor. Done. I do want to say that I was looking at Peter Stormare's IMDb because he's in a lot of stuff, and I was like, could we do another movie that has him in it? Mm-hmm. And he was in both The Brothers Grimm and Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. <laughs> Oh God! Which one of those? Let's is not worse? do that. <laughs> I didn't hate Hansel and Gretel. I can't remember the brothers. Grimm. All right, so I'll watch the, the brothers, brothers Grimm with um, Heath Ledger. One has Heath Ledger. Ooh, that was not good. One has. Uh, you know what? Maybe we should give okay. it a, a. Maybe I'll give it a second chance. Which one? The brothers yeah, Grimm or I haven't Hansel seen Hansel and Gretel. Oh, I, I don't really like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> I remember it was okay. It I turns out of them. they're witches. Yeah. I don't like Hans and Gretel the same reason I don't like, uh, well, not the same reason, but one of the reasons I don't like Van Helsing is because it starts to become steampunk halfway through. Mm. You're like, what are you fighting? Vampires? Cool. Well, I'm getting him this machine gun that shoots crosses, or you're like, wait, yeah. what? I like that stuff, though. I think it's funny. <laughs> but, wait, so you don't like those because they become steampunk, but we all agreed that that Three Musketeers movie I picked was rad that went, shit. Yeah, but that went... There's a certain point where you, you beat me. It's like, look, this is dumb, this is dumb, this is dumb. Okay, it's awesome. Because I can't take it anymore. And that's how that went. It's like, this down. is ridiculous. This is All right, I you know what? I, I surrender. You win. Okay, just kidding. Right. So what'd you think? Carly. <gasps> You're not ready. No, I am ready. Holy shit. Thank you very much. Wow. Why do we all have never ready? <laughs> My never. favorite character is Constantine. Although I did like Papa Midnight, but Elaine's right. He's not neutral. <laughs> My least favorite character was Hennessy. Not because I disliked the character of Hennessy, but because I would have liked to see more of him. Like, it bothered me that he found Isabel in the newspaper thing when he was listening to the voices, but then we don't see him talk to Constantine about it. Which you think would be an important scene. <laughs> I wanted more of him so I could understand his his character seemed really cool but we didn't get very much of him maybe you should read the comic books is he in there yeah that's not gonna happen Uh, (laughs) bummer Papa Midnight is obviously Gabriel is but I don't think uh, Hennessy's a real character Satan might be in there my favorite scene is when Gabriel turns out to be bad and they have the whole you know Mm -hmm. basically from that to when um, John gets an extension that whole part in extension <laughs> <laughs> my favorite <laughs> line is god's a kid with an ant farm lady he's not planning anything damn and that was mine <laughs> my favorite tertiary object is the keychain he uses uh, in the Son beginning of a bitch. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I did research on that shit 
<laughs> I know you did, and I felt a little bad about picking it. But, but you did it anyway. We can have the same lines yeah. and tertiary yeah. objects. As I, like, I like to have a backup just in case. Yeah. So I do have a backup. And I like this movie, so I'm going to give it a yay. All righty. Okay. Elaine. All right. So my favorite character is Constantine. Hmm. My least favorite character is Gabriel. Because I really don't like Tilda Swinton. <laughs> I just don't think she's a good actor. It's like uh, Tony, with what's her name? Doesn't matter what she's, she's in, Michelle Rodriguez. So whatever she's in, that's the character. Just it's ask, movie she's not in. Yeah. I, just, I find her acting just so toneless and bland. I don't know. And like I it. feel like she generally plays characters that are supposed to be toneless and bland. <laughs> An angel should have majesty and gravitas and she's, she's a half breed. Bland. She's a half breed. <laughs> Milk she's toast. She's wheat toast. <laughs> white toast, not wheat toast. No, she's wheat toast. Damn. No, white toast is bland. Wheat toast is extra dry. Like yaks, like a yaks wig. She, she's a yaks wig. <laughs> My favorite line she's, is she was one of our listeners. We just lost one. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line is, you're going to die young because you smoked 30 cigarettes a day since you were 15, and you're going to hell because of the life you took. You're fucked. So, her least favorite character gave her her favorite line. That yeah. It happens sometimes. <laughs> my uh, favorite scene is the dragon's breath. Or, sorry, my favorite object is the dragon's breath. <laughs> my favorite scene is when the devil comes. Just from Peter Stormare's arrival to Peter Stormare's exit. That's okay. my favorite part. Well, I'll have and to get my stuff then. My favorite scene starts <laughs> just before yours, <laughs> but continues to the end of yours. And I'm going to get this movie. It's just enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> Tony had all the same stuff. <laughs> John. My favorite character is Papa Midnight. Uh, he wasn't in it a lot, but the scenes he was in, he steals the scene. He chews up the he's scenery, and he's just he's a good actor, and just about everything he's in, he's good. He's a welcome back, too, because he was in Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy too. Yeah. And a lot of Marvel movies. But yeah. mm-hmm. He's just quite a good actor. Yeah, he's uh, he's my favorite character, and I enjoy the character, and he, he was the best wrestler. My least favorite character is Kramer, Chaz Kramer asshole, because <laughs> much like Michelle Rodriguez and Tilda Swinton, I just don't like the actor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's good in anything, and he didn't add anything. They could have had somebody else do this, and it would have been good. Um, so there you go. My favorite line is when she says, can you point me in the right direction? He says, sure. Points to the door. <laughs> that was good. Um, well, that's my second favorite line, technically. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite scene is when Constantine is going into heaven and he's flipping off Satan. <laughs> it's hard to beat that. <laughs> like a boss. Um, what's left? Oh, my favorite tertiary object um, would be the holy gun. That he get, that he just mm-hmm. blasts motherfuckers with, with the two drums and everything. That yeah, that's my favorite object. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I will give this movie. Um, I've liked it since the first time I saw it and watch it. You know, infrequently, but semi. You know, about a week ago I watched it. So and did you I watch it again? it again? I watched it again yeah. right before you got here. So. <laughs> oh, once, about <laughs> once a year, year and a half. Yeah, depends well, when it comes up. Yeah, when it first came out on DVD, I watched it like once a month. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to watch it again because I had kind of slept through it the last time we watched it, and I just wanted to make sure I had everything down. I also want to say Papa Midnight is a welcome back to the podcast because he was in Stargate as Horace. Oh, that's right. You told that's me what that, I right. told I, I he was knew a welcome it was something back. else. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but he was already welcome back to the podcast. Huh? All right, Welcome, Tony, welcome. You're up. Uh, character is Satan because, you know, he's awesome. Because Satan is awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. Crazing. <laughs> Uh, least favorite character is Chaz Kramer, asshole. Uh, favorite line, I don't know, because you guys took all my lines. Uh, it's okay, just do this. Uh, I like, I'll like. i go with John's where the, I need you to show me the way. All right, there you go. 
points to the door. <laughs> Favorite scene is the whole end from uh, when he cuts his veins to, you know. Oh, so everybody had the stuff. Basically, the same yeah. favorite scene. So your favorite scene is Peter Stormare. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, my favorite tertiary object was uh, the Holy Saint keychains until some motherfucker took it. <laughs> so now it's the uh, golden bra- uh, golden knuckles. Ooh, knuckles. good one. The cross knuckles. The cross knuckles. <laughs> and I guess I'll yay this movie. What the hell? <laughs> you guess. You'll yeah. yay. Why not? Round it oh, all. All right, four yays. Good job, Tony. No, you know, it's an easy, easy, easy pitch. Yeah, Carly. <laughs> Please find us on Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast, on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, and on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast. Dogs can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. And please listen to all our previous episodes. And she does that from memory time. I don't really like hear that. from you. <laughs> and I think it's the same every time. Next time. Yeah, I switch it up a little On bit. the podcast <laughs> is Carly's pick. My birthday pick! It's my birthday! Yep, we start the celebration of Carly with Carly. <laughs> so what'd you pick? I picked a movie I watched over and over and over as a kid. And what I hadn't was that? seen in a long time, but I wanted to watch it again. Gremlins 2. The Little Mermaid. Um, That's a good pick. <laughs> Princess Bride. No, if I pick the Princess Bride, we're just gonna do yeah. bits the whole time. Nobody movie. wants to listen to that. Because it's a great movie. I mean it. Uh, Anybody I picked the Sandlot. Ah, Sandlot, Sandlot. With the great Hambino. <laughs> we'll look forward to that. Is that a spoiler alert for your favorite character? No. <laughs> 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 is your favorite character Hercules? Hercules. We'll have to wait and see after I watch the movie and make a decision. But this was a good pick instead of the other one because oh god, just instead you, of how benders he. I might I might still do it down the road just to see what you how bad you guys think it is. But What's it's not. It's honestly it's we just, already know you hate it. If well, you pick it, the thing is honestly that will be the week. hate watch. I don't, that don't, pick I, don't, I don't mind. A, hey hey hey, let's not get crazy or doom. <laughs> I don't mind a bad movie, but I mind a bad boring movie. Remember, mm-hmm. don't I start actually, none, won't be none. I will make you watch some bad shit. I watched the first twenty minutes of the latest Tremors movie and had to turn it off but I'll watch the whole thing just for you oh fuck alright F this I'm over <laughs>